Hey, hey, we, we can get through this, I think. I, I can see through the other side. The, the castle's on the other side. Yes, and there's likely to be a chasm on the other side as well. Wait, Chirac. I wish that chief had seen that. I'll be damned. Do you know it would do that, little brother? No. Well, thank Paladin that it did. It's all safe over here. In fact, it's grass. Now it's grass, but it's liable to change into a lava pit at any moment. You're right, little brother. We'd better run for it. Now all we need is a way inside. Bolted fast. <sighs> just, just when a kinder would come in handy. Ah, oh, kinder <laughs> bite your tongue. Palin, try the staff. Pshad, your uncle must have been a remarkable man. That's all I can see. I wonder. I wonder what else they can do. We'll have to worry about that later. Inside. Sturm, you go first. Palin, you follow him. We'll use your staff for light. The dwarf and I'll be right behind you. You do realize that the door will... Disappear. There goes our way out. Uh, these stairs could change. At, at any moment, we, we could be encased in the rock. Keep moving. Right. Uh, uh, I, I've got to rest, lads. Nothing inside seems to be changing. Uh, Palin, shine the light up here. Wait, there's the door. We've reached the top. I wonder what's behind it. Uh, why don't you open it and find out? It's not locked. Second-floor guest room filled with tall ales and taller tales. Join a group of grown men intent on discussing the intricacies of fantasy and science fiction. Tim Gilbert Media presents. Don't just that we. I Hello, all you fans of the mind-numbing fermented mushroom brew of Thorbarden. This is the Dungeons and Dweebs Podcast, episode 41, Dragonlance, the second generation, part two. I'm your host, Bob, and do you like dragons? Do you like lances? Do you like them together in combination? 
If your answer was no, have we got the show for you. Because as usual, this episode contains none of those things. But I'm not alone. Across the table from me, born out of the sacrilegious and unholy union of Angel and Troglodyte, may his shining golden eyes bring clarity to the torturous tome of twisted tales we are about to review. I hope he drink a big dose of Pedialyte for this one. It's Luke. <laughs> oh, awfully G-rated tonight, Bob. Well, yes, because we're with the second generation and they're still young. Oh. They're still children. <laughs> snowflakes. Yes, they Offended are. Offended by... I'm a part of the snowflake generation. <laughs> hey, calling, calling people snowflakes it actually does psychological damage. Shut up, you lib. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Hey... Better late than never. Summer right. of Lance, Fall of Lance, whatever. Summer of Lance, just... stretching into Fall of Lance. Woof. But hey, let's kick things off. Across the table from me, your favorite uncle, it's Clob. <laughs> Hello, my brethren of Dragonlance warriors. Like old men trading unrelated drunken tavern stories, here we go again. Fall is quickly making its way toward us as your old Uncle Club continues to fight for the end of those summer days, whiling away my time with the wenches and the princesses, the ales and the whiskies, and further activities of ill repute. Ah, uh, rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite. The thought of love and kit is getting so exciting. Blue dragons in flight. <laughs> Afternoon delight. Get out. <laughs> Across the table from me, he's still fighting carbonation sickness. The holographic doctor to my Tom Paris. The free version of my paid app. Paul, how are you? <laughs> it's carbonate sickness. Hey, hey. All, all you have to do is pay us a nice fee. It's about, you know, $5 a month, $5 a month. Then you get the full version. Actually, you get both of us, the free version and club. That's the best line you've ever written, club. <laughs> I agree. Wow. Oh, we're back to Dragonlance. Yeah, here we are for part two right, of part this two. part two of the second generation. The first half of this book, we had a lot of positive things to say about those first two mm -hmm. stories. It yeah. seemed like uh, generally the table liked them. I think uh, some of the only issues that we had were maybe that we wished that this was a cohesive book instead of it being you know, a bunch of kind of more isolated, yeah. standalone, yeah. anthology style. But I'm looking forward to getting into this second half to see if now that we know that it's an anthology, are we going to continue to like it as much? Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe up until the last story. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. But really, let's be honest, anything with Tannis, we, we, we tend to have a little... Well, I tell you what, let's get into it. I got, yes. some, I got some drinks coming. Honey, bring the whiskey over here, because we're going to need it on this episode. Here. I was in a relationship oh, with a woman with the blue dragon. She brought me up to her room Boy, did night. she have good Where's tag? my corn purse? Why don't you it fellas follow me into my couch? I'll show you how my glory is good. What'll it be, boys? Tavern talk. All right, well, here we are in the tavern, cozied up around the fire, our boots drying out from a long, hard day of sweating. 
or not. But, I was, dude. <laughs> okay. I was going to so say, it's I. been raining here for the last oh, month, month yeah, and a half. That is true. It's been 84 years. <laughs> this is Tavern Talk, the portion of the show where we go around to see what's happening in uh, each other's nerd universes. So this is probably going to take maybe half an hour. They've been shorter lately. We've been hitting mm-hmm. up mainly uh, feedback, but we did have a few things to talk about, but we're going to be hitting up some feedback and stuff from you guys. But you know what we haven't had this book? What's that? A song. Bob, what the heck have you been doing? Once again, throwing it over to Clob, who... After, it sounds like wait, after wait. he's had a few, he just can go wild. So I was, at one point, Sun Records was the nexus of the rockabilly scene. Rockabilly. We, we, we had Elvis and Johnny Cash and Buddy Holly and all of the greats working out of just this one little Sun Records apartment... I feel like the bar in Gilbert <laughs> is the new Sun Records. And but it's just Clob. But it's just Clob. <laughs> he is sitting at the bar in his well worn stool. In his well worn stool. Oh, it is my stool. It is definitely my stool. Okay. I, I know. So here's the deal: we have another song already in the pipes that we are. We are going to eventually record, but but is having a little trouble. Um, so I had turned to Club and said, "Hey, that whole other amazingly awesome song you wrote, could you really quickly? What about this song? Would this work?" Again, five minutes later, it was like fifteen. <laughs> I'm gonna go with five. It was Same five. Thing. Five. I only had time to read one Deadpool comic, and all of a all, all of a sudden it comes back, and I'm reading this, and it was amazing. So, well, many, thank you. I, to be I, to be to be fair, I do my best work on these when I'm about four beers deep watching a baseball game. I was about to ask, how many beers deep are you? There's a golden zone, it seems like. There, there, there is, there is. It is, it's, it's the drunken savant. <laughs> it's a real thing. It is a real thing. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. It's like it's like uh, it's like the drunken monk. Right. <laughs> so unfortunately, we've gone a little low here. I mean, I think the songs that we have uh, ripped off have been of pretty high caliber. I mean, here we're going a little little nineties. We're, we're going a little poppy. We're going a little nineties poppy. Little poppy. Now we're going a little poppy. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> I think this is the song every cover band in every bar does. So sorry, but it's but it's an easy one. I mean, one. as much as, as much as you've <laughs> liked Deadpool, how about we sample some DC? <laughs> All right.
That's every Iron Ranger's dream. <laughs> so, uh, so guys, if we were able so to hit us up we, on the Patreon, I will write songs full time. If we, <laughs> if we are able to cover something like Three Doors Down, do you think we could start doing some? Uh, I am the weird Creed. I'm beginning. I'm beginning to feel like the Weird Al Yankovic of the Dragonlance uniform universe, and I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> wow, that's that is true. as hell. <laughs> Luke, what's been going on in your nerd universe? Um, I actually have a nerdy thing. Uh, I started playing a game, and I, I know, uh, I'm only bringing this up because I liked the game so much. It's called Remnant from the Ashes. It's Ooh. a cooperative uh, pseudo dungeon crawler with guns. Oh yeah. Um, it's about forty bucks on Steam right now, and I am not sad one bit that I paid forty dollars for this. It's mm. You get in there, get a couple of your friends to play with you. It, it is, it's hard in a good way, like challenges you, um, and it it's also got like such diverse enemies that you face. You know, I, I feel like a lot of the games I've been playing, it's, they felt really like grindy right. as far as like oh, more of the same, more of the same. No, it's every time you go to a new level, you got new enemies, new challenges, and it also has something. Um, a game you guys might be a little bit more familiar with, Left 4 Dead. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Left 4 Dead, I think, was the first game to kind of introduce the the AI director. Mm. Uh, something that kind of judges, like, is the game too easy for you? Kind of like an active difficulty scale. Oh, neat. Oh, like, okay. oh, hey, you're, you're one-shotting everything. Let's give you harder enemies. Oh, okay. And you feel it. I, I mean, we were... Uh, 
I'd played through most of it, went back uh, with a different friend, and we were kind of doing um, just the beginning levels again. Mm-hmm. And I, I know the beginning, well, I know the beginning enemies anyway. They're these the, a tree sort of creatures that have these, like, axes. They'll throw them at you, they'll swing them at you. All of a sudden, I'm getting shot with a gun. <laughs> because we were mowing through these guys, and the AI director's like, too easy. It turns up the difficulty. Turns up the difficulty? Or... Gives them guns. Oh, oh, man. But that's, yeah, Remnant from Ash- from the Ashes. Um, I believe it's on Xbox, but I'm playing on PC. That's how I would, how I would recommend playing it um, for any of our gamers out there. Cool. Check it out. Actually, Very cool. I, I'm Sounds fun. Have to it actually does. That yeah. If I had a system. <laughs> we know you could get on twitch.tv slash Mark Datter and you could watch me play. I was going to say that would involve me having internet at that point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. yeah. Also, Miles showed up myself. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's all I got. Um, and then I suppose we'll, we'll get to some feedback after later. We, if yeah. anybody else has anything from the table, I, I got two. I got two. There's two things that I since last time that have really, really hit me. The first is a is a yuck. The second <laughs> is a is actually really good. Yeah. I watched the new Child's Play. Oh, but just I, for Mark Hamill, just because Mark Hamill oh, voices. Wait, I didn't know Mark. What? Mark Hamill voices Chucky in the new really? in the new Child's Play. Okay. Uh, go on. Go on YouTube. Watched a couple clips of Mark Hamill voicing it. Do not watch this movie. <laughs> this movie is a this movie is a steaming pile of dragon turds. <laughs> it is just taking the whole and okay, spoilers if you're really in there, you know, take stick your fingers in your ears for a second here. Yeah. One of the biggest problems I had with this movie is first off, everybody online was bitching about the uh, change in the look of Chucky. Okay. Okay. That actually didn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. What bothered me is they took the whole demonic possession out of the thing. What? Out of the story. He's no longer the soul so of what his, is he? He's no longer the soul yeah. of a serial killer put into a doll. It's an AI malfunction. Oh, I hate that. that. Oh. There's a, again, there's a, the way it starts. That's, that's not Chucky, that's small soldiers. Yeah. There's a dude, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. No, no, the whole thing, the whole thing is there is a, I love there is a dude in a, oh, in the sweatshop that makes the Chucky dolls. And he gets mad at his boss, so he turns off all the uh, safety, all the safety, all, all, all the safety things oh, on the Chucky doll, on. and then packages it up, and then commits suicide. So it's a runaway Teddy Ruxpin. It is. <laughs> what? It's just dumb. It's just it's bad. Terrible. It's yuck. Don't watch it. That sounds awful. How Man. does Chucky change his batteries? Again, I, I can never. I'm sure he has to. I can no. never get over the fact that there are people that just sit around a board table and think that that's a good idea. Dude, I feel like <laughs> half of I, a lot of the fun of Chucky, and especially the first ones, were the fact that, oh, that he was possession he, he was, was awesome. a, he was a serial killer that yes. put his soul yeah. into this yes. doll. I, I and I'm a big say, fan of the Bride of Chucky too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, I've only I, seen the first two. Oh, I, so I, I love the cheesy Chucky at the okay. end. The ones okay. where it gets into the seed of Chucky and his son are really dumb. But like Bride of Chucky is like the last one that's actually kind of funny and uh, horrible. The right. only thing I remember of Chucky is being terrified because I saw the first Chucky yep. when I was way too young. Yep. To and see because Chucky, and I'm like. It, it freaked me out. Yeah, I remember, there, there, I remember, well, there's no, there's none of that. You just it, it you just look at it and you keep going. And from my generation, yeah, you know, from my Bob and my generation, yeah. this was freaky to us when we were kids because we had the my I mean the yeah. my buddy dolls were a my thing. In the I, sports. I, I was gonna say buddy, yeah because I was gonna say my friend, co- my cousin my, I still have, kid I still, sister yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> sister I forgot yeah. about that one. My cousin had a my buddy and it. Freak me out because that yeah I'd see Chucky. Is that what it was? Was Chucky was based off of my buddy? It yes. was definitely a my yeah, buddy. I didn't know that because I I no. there's a my family has an old VHS of the a TV premiere thing of 
Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh. So when I was little, we would always watch that. And, and the commercial my for my buddy. buddy. Would come on. So I know that commercial. I've never seen one. So you were one of those, that, even though millennial, you grew up with the VHS tape that Uncle taped off of like eight hours of. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that, that's, that's like our flavor of. Uh, millennial though, like yeah, yeah. and then you get to, and then you get to yeah. the end of the movie and you realize there's the last four there's the last four minutes after the movie of somebody's wedding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If, if you're lucky, it's something G-rated like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Either that or they left it on HBO too long and you get the. Uh, the other thing, the one thing I really want to hype up and Bulganites. I really want to hit on Sorry. is yes. the new Netflix series, The Dark Crystal: Age mm. of Resistance. Yep. Now I'm telling you. You gotta power your way through to, ep yes. to episode at least episode four or five. I'm on I'm on like episode eight of ten right now. Four four through four through eight have been very good, but it starts off exceptionally slow. Right. Okay. Slow I can handle. If it's just bad, I couldn't. No, it's just slow exceptionally slow. Well, and, and you have to and it and, and and it's it's based off the old dark it's ba it's a prequel of the old 80s Dark Crystal movie right. from Jim Henson. So you got to you got to just absorb yourself in the puppets. Right. Yeah, I, I was going to say there's no human beings. There's, there's no yeah. there's no human beings in this. Yeah, and I I've seen it too and I would say that the same thing was true for me that I love Dark Crystal. So this is definitely a show for people who are fans of Dark Crystal. I don't know how many new fans this will create, but it's definitely a fan of Dark Crystal stuff. It did take me a while to get into it too because I had to get over that hurdle again of the puppets and their style. Because I was kind of looking at them like, is this what it looked like? Is, was old Dark Crystal <laughs> like this? I don't remember. And then it's, it's almost like it grows on you. Correct. Yeah, so you, you do once, have to pound through it. And, 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 it one, and once on the plot starts rolling. Yep. Once the plot starts rolling, if you look online, like I've read, a, I read a bunch of the IMDb reviews, and everybody's just ripping it to shreds. Da da da. No, I don't you know if it deserves that. You have to get. Well, it's dumb, and it's it's totally throwing the old. Uh, uh, how could it be a prequel when it throws the old stuff out of the when it throws the old mythology nah, out? It, I, doesn't. it doesn't. It does. Like you get to episodes like four, like five, six, and seven. It explains why it hadn't mentioned the old mythology yet yeah. in the in in the thing, but it's really good. I enjoy it, but it is it is probably an acquired taste. I will give it that. Do you? But know there is the way they're doing the original. It. No. Okay. Okay. That's what I don't I'm think so. Ask it the will. Same question. It's it, it's a pre, it's ten episodes of prequel to a two hour or to an hour and a half movie. Oh, but I would have movie on Netflix. I don't know. Okay. It's gotta be. I, it's gotta be. To I gotta yeah, be. The rights to yeah, that. I would think. I I would also say that you go into it think with like the mindset of you're going to watch something more eclectic or something. Because watching oh, it's, it, there, it's there just is beautiful. There is times I'm watching it going. There is nothing like this on on any network. Yeah, I mean, no. it, There are there are some really amazing looking effects scenes. Um, okay. It's kind of visually, I hate to use those kind of, it's visually sumptuous, but in a lot of ways, it, it really, yeah, it, it really is gorgeous in a lot of ways, but for a lot of people, the way a lot of the Gelflings move the way they did in the old show, it, it could be off-putting to a lot of people. It's right. an acquired taste. Yeah. It's like almost like, oh, I'm going to go watch an old Hungarian Hand puppet play. And I, <laughs> well, this yeah. is this is culture, people. Okay. Wait, is that what some of the images you sent out? Yeah. Yes. The tech? Oh, okay. yes. And there's weird things that you get into too, like, like Jim Henson used to like do. Like Jim Henson used to do. Like there's a weird there's a weird uh, bar scene where the guy is getting hit on by this by 
by a pup, by a small puppet, <laughs> and the small the small fe- the small female puppet is like touching her boobs and like acting <laughs> sexual, and it's a little it's a little it's it's, it's I I like it because I think it's funny. That's my and I think it's in the vein of what Jim Henson was doing with that in Labyrinth because Labyrinth oh, exactly. and Dark Crystal were definitely. PG. The, um, the thing that I had to go look up that I thought was really cool is when you go back and look at the voices, like you're like, there's a few voices that come across and you're like, I know these people. And I so I had to go look it up. And the voices in here are just amazing. And they're and they're all like they're all movie stars. Right. It's Taron Edgerton, the guy from uh uh the the Kingsman series, Natalie Emanuel from Fast and Furious, um Jason Isaacs, uh, we have all uh, Simon Pegg's even in it. You can't go wrong with Simon. No, no, you can't. But no, I recommend it. Go watch it, but you got it. You have to give it the time in. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, um, sorry, you done? I was just uh, gonna go, Paul. Oh. You've been chomping at the bit. Well, actually, this one's kind of a combo because Bob was the one that recommended this. Yeah. And so Bob and I, uh, I ended up watching it off of Bob's recommendation. What is it? It's Eye of the Beholder. Eye of the Beholder, and this is actually a recommendation off of Dun- uh, off of our Facebook uh, page where where somebody had told us. Let me. I'm gonna really quickly really? find it. Really, I didn't it. know somebody told us about. Yeah, that, yeah. No, 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 no. I, it was it was told us. Um, let me see who said. Uh, Jason um, said you must watch the Amazon Prime doc Eye of the Beholder. It's about the history of the art department at TSR Hobbies. It is so good it, and. It is. It really is. Thank it, you so much, Jason, for turning us on to it this. It is fantastic. And I know, Bob, I was talking to you a little bit, and you were saying something about like how the first part was a little boring to you. Okay, so getting into the... Here's what I here's what I would say. If you're like me, and maybe you're not, but the first, I would say, 18 minutes. I think I was looking at the counter. And yep. the first 18 minutes, it was a lot of art. Be- and I love all of these artists. I yes. mean, we're talking Elmore, everybody that you've... Clyde Caldwell, all of the guys that you've heard of, Awesome. Um, but they're throwing up their art, and a lot of it was like more D and D discussion of okay. like, hey, when you're all together with your boys and you don't really know what this monster looks like, and it says it's got a circle of teeth, is it like around the top of the head or around the face? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is all interesting, but at the same time, I'm like, is the documentary is an hour and like forty minutes long? I'm like, is it going to be an hour and forty minutes of like what creatures look like at the D and D table? Yeah. I'm like, I was really hoping it would be a history D&D of, philosophy. Yeah, of TSR. On. Like, I'm like, I want to see that er- the early time when they were just like getting high school students to draw stuff and everything. Oh, and it was and then awesome. It, tur- it yeah. turns into that. It just flips. It, it was amazing at how some of those artists started mm-hmm. as well, where they would just submit some things and TSR would just be like, well, yeah, that's nice, but... I mean, all you're doing is showing us, like, a face. What are they doing? Give us a little <laughs> bit more than that and right. we'll see and... And I love, okay, their strategy of uh, how they got people to come to their uh, company was hilarious because apparently they were always getting submissions, just yes. constantly. And then they just would send back a rejection letter to everyone. No matter how good their <laughs> art was, they would just reject them. And then when they had a project that would be related to like something they think that person would mm-hmm. be good at, then they would call them. And be like, Weird. hey, we want to offer you this. And the, I remember them interviewing some dude, and he was like, I... I thought you guys thought my work sucked. You, right. you sent me a rejection letter. Why? What? What's going on? <laughs> well, this we just like, didn't want it then. Right? Yeah, we didn't want it then. Now we do. <laughs> the nugget that I thought was the funniest for our, our Dragonlance fans, uh, old Margaret's in this oh, one. Oh, Marge. Oh, Marge is she, in this. 
got so ticked about Gold Moon. Okay, I cannot hold back the story about Gold Moon. So you need to watch it, yeah. hear firsthand the story of Gold Moon. But I believe it's Larry Elmore who does the painting of yep. Gold Moon where the black dragon is there, right? Very famous painting. But go look at it right now. Uh, if it's not already etched into your mind like it is into mine. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but Gold Moon is in a pretty scantily out clad outfit. Her thigh, like it's... Her it's, legs. Her legs are completely exposed, right? Like it's like an old 80s uh, swimsuit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I believe you described it as boobalicious. <laughs> but, um, but, well, then, yeah, yeah. Kind of, but it was more about the leg. Yeah, it was when, all about the legs. And Larry Elmore says about how <laughs> Margaret comes in, sees the painting... And burst into tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just starts crying because Gold like, Moon would never wear something what like she, that. What did she, she kept saying, but she's virtuous. Yes, she's but virtuous. she's virtuous. So then you will So notice. go look at all of Larry Elmore's painting of Gold Moon besides that yeah. one. She's after, got pants after on. After that. I mean, she might have some boobs. Boobalicious might be... Everything at TSR was boobalicious. Yes, they, I, I will say it was really nice seeing all of the different like artists because yes. then you can kind of start picking out like, oh, that style is kind of from this artist. And even yeah. they, they then introduced a bunch Keith of... Keith Parkinson, and, and they got a lot of the new ones, Brahm, and uh, like a, yeah. but all the guys you've heard of, all the guy, like all of the covers you've ever seen, what, what shocked me to no end, and I... Maybe I'm getting this wrong, but it sounded like when TSR was kind of in the middle of its folding and, and Wizards, Wizards was in. coming in, there was three dumpster loads of yeah. art that got chucked. Original art. I Orig think the last one got saved. The, the last, last one got saved. And behind, was it like a bookshelf or something yep. where it was going to get, or filing cabinet where it was going to get tossed. They called the CEO like, hey, can we just toss this? Can we just throw this away? Yeah, it was the original Dungeon Master Guide, guide painting that everybody knows yep. with the statue where the guys are taking the, the gem out of the, the statue's eye. And like, oh. like that original Dungeons & Dragons Guide art the original piece was about to be thrown yeah, away. Yeah, they were about to throw it Unbelievable. away. Unbelievable. The, 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 the guy that, like, saved was like, Ugh! It was uh, a guy from Wizards, like, the art director from Wizards, who seems like a really cool guy. He's like, what? Wait a sec. <laughs> we're not getting rid of that. Yeah. Like, he'd be a guy you just sit around listening to Slayer with, just <laughs> looking over. Yeah. <laughs> looking so over Slayer. Slayer. Yes. <laughs> I have the Beholder. Him, him, him Throw a little Ronnie James Dio on in the background. <laughs> See, that's what I'd be listening to. Him, him, I, I actually, more of a Dio than Slayer fan. Hey, man, why don't you why don't you pick the next Dio album? I'm going to go. I got some Black Velvet if you want some. Like. <laughs> oh, it's going to be early Dio. Dio from Rainbow. <laughs> Dio with Blackmore is what I want. Um, maybe See, the yeah. Heaven and Hell album. Um, I, I have the Beholder, guys. Watch it. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. You guys have to watch And I know you guys are D&D people. You, yep. uh, Club, Luke, you guys would love it. it. It's a good hour and a half. Yeah, it's minutes. on Amazon Prime, so go out and check it out. Uh, it is a must. If you're a Dragonlance fan uh, or D&D fan, anything, you must must watch it. Um, I also got one thing to throw out that I watched. Uh, a movie that, for some reason, I had heard of, never watched whatsoever, Outland. I was listening to a podcast that was talking about Alien. It was all about the Alien series. And they were, this one one of the hosts was saying, there is three movies that I, I imagine in my head takes place in the same universe. And that's the first Alien movie, maybe Alien and Aliens, um, and then um, Blade Runner, and then Outland. And I'm like, I don't think I've seen Outland. So I gave Outland a, a look. It's from 1981. Um, 
It's fantastic. Uh, well, I okay. Okay, it's you and it's an '80s movie. You're gonna say it's fantastic. I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at IMDb right now because you brought this up. It's Sean Connery in space. It's Sean. I'm in. <laughs> oh, okay. it, it, it is Sean in Connery space. in space, and it's just an old-fashioned. Really, it's just an old-fashioned, almost western, where he's the new cop on the station, uh, and. And there's like a kind of a drug ring going on, and and, and he's got to straighten things up. the The effects I think are on a par uh, with with the higher level stuff from Alien. For the okay. most part, everything looks pretty good, but the the sound design, the look of the film, I hear what this guy was saying. They it, it definitely feels like oh yeah, Blade Runner is what's happening on Earth. But you got the Nostromo in space getting attacked by aliens. Meanwhile, around Jupiter or Saturn, I can't remember which one they're around, this mining thing is happening. It does feel like they're part of the same universe. Huh. So if you're a fan of Alien and you like that early, late 70s, early 80s cinema, uh, go check out Outland. I'm sure most everybody's seen it, but I had never watched it. Mm. And I really yeah. enjoyed myself with it. It was, I, that, it that was is, good. That is a good theory. I like that. Yeah. I love the tagline off the poster. Even in space, the ultimate enemy is man. <laughs> Which is a rip-off of even in space, or in space no one can hear you scream. Like, like they're trying to be very close. Uh, yeah, pretty close. I wouldn't say rip-off, but close. Not a rip-off, but they're close. But definitely from the same universe. Well, we've got some feedback. Luke, did you have some feedback on The Wire? Yes, um, from our second Deeper Delta came out on the Blood Sea Monster. Got a Noel got back to us. Uh, told us <laughs> sorry, Noel. <laughs> fun episode. Thanks for the shout out. But again, it's Noel rhymes with pole, <laughs> not Noel. <laughs> sorry, Noel. But I'll give you a pass for the creation of shortification. <laughs> and I do want to bring up. I did go back. I listened. I listened back to that episode because Bob's doing the audio editing now, so I can kind of actually enjoy. You know, go back, like, see what, see how it felt. You're not listening to it eight times, figuring yeah, it out? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sick of it before it even comes out. But, yeah, yeah I, I got to the part where I said shortification. I'm just like, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, Speaking of uh, me doing the editing now, I do apologize. <coughs> I think I dropped, I dropped Blood Sea of Istar. Oh. I was, li I dropped it. <coughs> I went out in the garage to do some work on, on the car. I was listening to it over the system. And all of a sudden, I realized that I had when I when I compressed the file, I had turned off on GarageBand. I had muted one of the tracks, the tracks with the swing sounds. Oh, I said the f word. So Luke <laughs> Luke drops an f bomb, and it didn't get swung. So oh, I, I swung. So swung. Swing is swung. Is swung. So I quickly run inside and re-upload the episode. So there's a few of you who got the uh, ever so rare. Episode yeah. <laughs> that doesn't, happen. and I do, I, I do want to the unschwung episode, dovetail Dungeons off and Tweeds unschwung. Yes. Um, Andrew, um, on our first, <laughs> I did like I was just going to bring <laughs> that one up on, on a, a feedback on our first um, <laughs> deeper delves episode. And he said, "Well, no, I wasn't in the car with my kids waiting for you doorknobs to cuss <laughs> <laughs> and get to the point. <laughs> I w I was in wait, I was in the car. However, I wonder why in the Heck, did you start with the Riverwind poem? Like, because it's at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So I, I am going to kind of just we'll stop there and just yeah. We I think we already brought this up on that. We other did. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, we did. But it it, it was the first thing in the oh. book. It is also the worst thing in the book. But it's oh. I'm happy to hear about these side stories and your critiques. 
when you actually get to the <laughs> wink. See, and I, I, I can't find it right now, but I believe it was Andrew again who went, guys, I'm a cook. I can swear in two different mm. languages and make a sailor blush. I don't need, I don't need your freaking schwings. <laughs> uh, you don't, but the explicit filter does. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, anything else, Luke, on your end? Um, <coughs> nothing. I just, I do want to say, we heard from Dan on Facebook. I haven't heard from him in a while. Shout out, Dan. All right. Uh, oh, well, we also had a message that said oh, yeah. something about wanting to, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, wanting to see our calendar when our next calendar is yep, coming it, up. It's the same, it was the same person who, uh, it was, uh, Jason. He, he talked about how he had to power through our first episode where we were hurting. That, by the way, DL Dragonlance fans, yeah, we were a little rough. So in the, the first, the first trilogy will will always be hung over our head from Dragonlance yes, yes, fans of being the one that we really ripped it to shreds. Yes, um, uh, intentional slash unintentionally. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I think we, we were, were finding our, we were exploring yeah, ourselves. Yeah. And we had never. Uh, I want this show to be just, just controversial. I want it to be like Donahue. <laughs> I know, we, we went hard. You be Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah. We it, went hard, and then somebody in our Amy Mori. Somebody in our iTunes reviews called us pretentious, and that's all I wanted. <laughs> so now, now we've lightened up. Well, no, it's, I, honestly, I think it was, it's we've begun to slowly. We actually like we the like series. the universe. Yeah, we, we, like we do the love universe the universe. Now. Yeah. But I think you know we are any, anything more of a fan. Anything new we come into, we come into critical. Yeah, very and then critical. Slowly, yeah. At, at this at this point, we're just trying to enjoy the ride. We're <laughs> we're just like members of British Parliament, and we just sit around. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of enjoying the ride. Again, again, what you did this week. Again, this is. <laughs> I was gonna bring this up yeah. again, Brandon. Thank you for all your shares. Thank you for being. Uh, uh, Active here, I, I, I do. I do like. I do like the Larry Elmar artwork that you you posted for us here. Larry Elmar's ransom <laughs> note, even though it depicts one of my least favorite moments in all of the Dragonlance books, it's an absolute masterpiece. Aesthetically, it is the most beautiful depiction of Lorana Pantadrapa in all of the Dragonlance art. And Elmore did an amazing job capturing the emotion of the scene. Lorana's love and concern for Tannis just radiates. Lorana, he is going to eviscerate you. Uh, Lorana. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brendan. I'm just busting you. I was doing that intentionally. Um, but no, I agree. I agree. It is a beautiful picture. Um, I'm going to have some to say about her when we get to the fourth story here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry, buddy, oh boy. but we appreciate you. Yeah, no, definitely. And I agree. Uh, great piece of artwork. In fact, I was showing somebody at work this uh, today, this yeah. piece of artwork. They're like, Lorana, what are you talking about, Lorana? I'm like, what? Here's the picture. Um, but uh, I love how Andrew drops out the Lorana pants and drop all the time. <laughs> I won't lie. Uh, Andrew, there may be a tribute song in the works with Spoilers. with with your Lorana pants and drop It's going to happen. Um <laughs> Uh, then people started sharing out the books. Uh, I, I love all these art books. Keith Parkinson, God, is he one of my favorite artists of all time. It, um, and Jason uh, shared out a, one that he picked up for $8, and Whoa. he calls it a gem. It is. I mean, a soft cover art, art of Keith Parkinson. His stuff is amazing. Uh, Neil was sharing, sharing out on our Facebook page. Uh, and I didn't realize at first, the pictures that he was showing that he had won stuff from... Did he Or did he share that on our Facebook page? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did. The stuff that he had gotten from the, the Parkinson auction, because Keith uh, Parkinson... Uh, passed away, and it looks like his family must be auctioning off a lot of items from yeah. his personal collection, which is very sad. Uh, both of us 
him and I had gone together and gotten a bunch of those giant trading cards. We split the pack, or he was nice enough to split it with me because I didn't know it till he bought it. And he's like, "Do you like these?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, let me let me get money." Um, <laughs> but one of the body, honey, honey, we need a new water heater. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but this some of this stuff is unbelievable. Like I yeah. didn't realize it until he showed another picture just between all of us. One of these things is a box sitting there that I thought was just more cards of his art it's like 12 metal figures Whoa. and it's signed by parkinson he got it for 35 bucks holy cow unbelievable uh it's super awesome wow yeah yeah uh i he was like do you like what, what i just scored i'm like and in that moment <laughs> <laughs> something happened <laughs> it was unbelievable in that moment unbelievable Shwing. yeah so, uh, yeah, Facebook has been lighting up. There's lots we could talk about uh, as far as the back and forth, but I think we might cut her short. I, I just love hear, I just love watching people talk back and forth. They don't always have to include us. It's awesome watching them. Oh, yeah. oh, exactly, exactly. So by all means, talk talk to each other on Facebook. Talk to us on Facebook. Still the best way to get a hold of us. Luke is looking at the Twitter, the Twitter feed. The, I'm looking at it. It's not it's doing been, anything uh, with it, not, but he's not, looking at it. Well, not not <laughs> recently. Uh it's been a rough fall <laughs> just with our with the day job and everything. Uh, um, yep, you know, and by all means, uh check us out, you know, check check out the stuff we've uploaded to Facebook, both Dragonlance and our nerdy friends of the show playing nerdy games and swearing at each other. <laughs> uh, YouTube, it doesn't matter, so we don't filter. All right. All right. With that being said, let's actually jump into these last couple yes. stories here because I have some dice and I have some pogs and I have some other things and I want to I want to I want to bet. All right, let me let me uh, you let me go pogs. let me go talk let me go top these off here. Yeah, I'll 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 take these. All right, come on, do the cart. Let's go. <laughs> Ooh, tiny it's, it's a DeLorean, isn't it? Scales, you're always in my favor. I might have driven a DeLorean here. I pull up a chair, friend. So here we are. Part two of the second generation books. What, three, four, five? Or three? Really yeah, we'll, books. We'll, we'll, we'll. I mean, it they're just stories. anthology stories. Yeah, story three, stories. four, five. And actually, somebody pointed out on Facebook that these were all printed somewhere else. And, oh, they, right, and, then, yeah. and then were put into this oh, collection really? this way. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah somebody pointed it yeah, out it on Facebook. Yeah, it was on one of our posts. Yeah. On oh. one of the posts. I don't remember who it was, but somebody pointed out that these were all published somewhere else. And the, co the second generation copy we have was and was stories from other books that were mm -hmm. put in here and then See? called second generation. Mm, that, a double money grab. Double well, but money it also grab. explains some of the issues <laughs> you, you had with it, Bob. Yeah. Where you were mm -hmm. saying, like, I thought it was all big, one big story. But if you had originally seen the stories, they would have all been separate. Well, and, and, but I will say that if you're... If you're a hardcore Dragonlance fan, you probably would have picked up book number 35 and read Wanna <clears throat> Bet, you know, whatever it is. But when it come, when it hits the stand as a hardcover, then I'll, and you see second generation with Margaret Weiss, Tracy Hickman underneath it, I think. You think it's like a You think story, it's a new book. A return. Actually, and, and I they, will throw this It out. doesn't say an anthology. It's they, <laughs> they did that with, with a Ender's Game story. There was a, a, a group of small uh, stories really? related to Ender's, Ender's Game's like, uh, world, and then they threw in like the original 
piece of Ender uh, of the original Ender's Game story oh, before really? it was like fleshed out further. I know okay. you guys might not have enjoyed the fact the fact that it was fleshed out. <laughs> and, oh, more of Ender's story. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. And no, I, I, no, not to make it the full Ender's story. Right. What you read, right? Well, and okay. I will say too that I am halfway through right now. I'm halfway through Summer Flame, and a lot of my issues with that I had in the first episode are resolved with Summer Flame. Okay. Oh, nice. Because Summer cool. Flame, ma- Summer Flame now makes this in hindsight make a lot more sense. I, I'm I, I'm so worried about Summer Flame with all the, like the people on Facebook telling us like, oh boy, if you're not liking this, buckle up. Oh boy, <laughs> I've enjoyed Summer Flame myself so far too. I've, mm-hmm. I've yeah. started it as well, and so far it's been. So are you saying Summer Flame will take the five desperate strands of these this book yes. and forge it in a fire? Yes. They'll make them cohesive. Yes. Nice. Soulfully. <laughs> like <it's- laughs> Jeez. So we start off with Wanna Bet is yeah. our next story. Wanna Bet. Hey, hey, I wonder what them Jer boys are going to get into this time. And you know what? We start off with kind of a humorous feel because even the subtitle here is forward or afterward, as the case may be. And right away, I really like this story. It has a really lighthearted, like you said, Clob, kind of a... What are the Majer boys getting themselves into oh, yeah. this time? Oh, yeah. You, know and you can gonna, hear the banjo. Yeah, you know this isn't going to be a serious story. This is, right. Pa- pa- oh, for sure. Paladine has... Paladine has Paladine. Now, Paladine. Paladine. I'll talk about that when we get to Summer Ooh. Flame. Um, Paladine, Paladine has now, like, taken Waylon Jennings and is now narrating this story as Waylon Jennings and it's a Dukes of Hazard episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, to- the tonal shift here is huge. Uh, you know, it's, it's And a it's big fun. I, I love it. I, I do love this. So chapter one, Dugan Redhammer. We open to a tavern called the Spiced J- or Spliced Jib. Well, we start off Sanctus. actually that forward, we have, I, that, I do want to point out in the forward or afterward um, we, we, we just have the boys on the on a dock going. We're never going to talk about this again. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, good lead. Really, we're starting a story there, and then all of a sudden we get the. It's true. And we go and we go back in time Yeah, and we go into this massive flashback. Yeah, and and we get hey, this is that when the boys are going to the castle Uth Weiston, right? To to join the whole knights. I do love. They're going to be knights, yet everything, like, it just seems like they're just kind of, it's their, I don't know, sleaziness right before they become a knight. They're, <laughs> yes. they're just having their fun before it's, they become all they're, virtuous. They're on Rumspriga. Thank you. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what it was. I could not remember <laughs> it. Rumspriga. I'm like, bachelor party, no, that's not right. No, <laughs> yeah, Rumspriga. Yeah, that's it. We're, it's just like, we're going to bars. Well, it does turn into a strip We're going to taverns, <laughs> seeing the ladies, having the maids sit on our laps, all the fun stuff. And I yep. like I, I and I like how we start out start out here with Dugan Redhammer and we have the boys going into the tavern and they could stir I love how kind of sexually abuse somebody. I, I love <laughs> I love how stir Yeah they do, don't Something they? about how you were you were grabbing for the, the bottles or the, <laughs> the jugs bottles, and you, yeah, you grabbed the wrong jugs. <laughs> and that's Sturm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, lo- uh, and I love how Sturm <laughs> is such a different character than his namesake. Yes. Sturm yeah. Majer is such a different character yes. than the guy he's named after. Oh, yeah. for sure. Which I think is part of the humor hey, of all it this. Is. Hey, yeah. we know that Sturm definitely grabbed Kitty Aras. <laughs> yes, but he asked permission. But he didn't like it. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, We've all... I'm... This, this is, is so wrong! Well, you know what? 
like he liked it enough. Yeah, he, yes, we, we've all woken up and gone, oh god, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave in to temptation, what did I do? So we're in the bar, the boys want to get drunk, Tannen and Sturm are going to have some drinks, Palin's like, aren't we supposed to be going somewhere? Now nah, we're going to stop at the bar first. Palin's <laughs> yep. the buzzkill. He's not the buzzkill, he's just this, he's the, the younger. The voice of reason. The voice yes. of reason. Yeah. Um, so, but then we end up with a dwarf named Dugan Redhammer. I do like the name here. Good name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I've always thought that they've been a... <laughs> I don't know. Dugan Redhammer sounds a little to me like he should be starring in Dragonlance After Dark. Hey, <laughs> Dugan. <laughs> Which, well, from what we find out later, kind of is. Kind of is. This is a sultry yeah. tale. Um, God. I, but this this feels like Indiana Jones to me. They have a drinking contest. Who can drink me underneath the hey. table? Oh, yeah. All right? Yeah. Never, Them dwarven never, spirits. You never challenge a dwarf to a drinking contest. But we're going to find they're going to get shanghai Right, chapter two, they wake up and they're <laughs> on the deck of a ship. I love it. No, they're, they're, gotcha. they're in the hold. Yeah, yeah, the whole of a ship. Yeah. Up, all that craziness <laughs> is like, hey. <laughs> they're in the hold. They're talking about stuff, and then all of a sudden, a uh, hole in the roof open, or a door in the roof opens up, and like he, he's Dugan's upside down, going, "Hey, boys, <laughs> hey, what you been up to down here?" Yeah, I just tied you up so you keep us safe and everything, but I need you to help get the gray gem. Right? So they're all after this gray gem, which we've talked oh, about. Yeah, it's the on... gray gem and the gray gem races. Yeah. yeah, this is the one where they're the ladder climbing to the moon and it was rolling around. Yeah. We're getting to that thing. That's yeah. Right. The gray gem of Gargath, and he is the only one who knows where it is. Uh, I love this ship of gnomes. This gnomish oh, the, ship. The, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Right? Because chapter three, we find out the description of the miracle. Because it's a miracle that can even float or gnomes, go anywhere. Gnomes are so annoying, but at the same time, I love them so much. <laughs> Just because it's so steampunky stupid. I, ag- I agree. There's no way it could work, but it, you, you ste- want it to. Steampunky stupid fraggles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do add a really cool layer to, to the Dragonlance universe. When they come on, I, I'm always not sure... Like, ooh, is this too not serious? Do I not like it? But I always end up enjoying all of them. It's sure. just For sure. it's the way they describe little... the way they describe this sail about how the how they're making their own wind and the sail goes rushing over the ship to try to push the boat and forward. then hits the water, goes under the ship and comes up again. So basically, the ship goes forward, then goes back, forward and back. It almost goes nowhere. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of the like it can constantly move, but constantly move at like one knot versus everybody else is going <laughs> and, like and everybody and everybody two, two steps to, forward, one step back. Yes, and everybody has to dive out of the way as yeah. the sail goes flying right. across. The but they're all, covered in fish. But they're all eating well because yeah. there's fish yeah. everywhere. Fish are flying everywhere. <laughs> However, because it acts as a net when it goes underneath yeah, the yes. boat. So they always have food, and they always then they have to have watchers because somebody is always taken out by the stupid. Well, yeah, because gnomes are easily fish. distracted. You know, and it's I would I, I would this. actually like to know. And now that I'm thinking about it, so I'm thinking on the fly. The art direction. Uh, for Magic the Gathering, the trading cards, when we kind of have a period in the mid to late 90s when they were just getting going, where a lot of their cards would have this kind gnomish 
Inventions. Inventions, I, I, and I wonder if some of that is pulled from Dragon. I remember that because that was when I first started playing Magic. Yeah, where those older ones where the gnomes always had some cool design. I guess thing. I would I would appeal to your Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> knowledge. Uh, did Dungeons and Dragons always show gnomes as having? Weird machinery mm, and that kind of thing. Were they not, always that? Not in the versions we've yeah, played. Yeah, to be completely honest, I've in the versions I've played, I don't think I've ever met a gnome. Cool. The only the only versions I've heard of is How uh, dare you not remember Kunkle Stan? I was gonna say Oh that's right, Kunkle Stan. I was gonna say that's, uh, a, that's a character though. That's yeah, a that's yeah. a player character versus like NPCs right. where there's a world. The only gnomes I can think of uh that I've ever had in like D and D would be Matt Mercer's campaign. Where yeah, I was, they, I was just gonna ask uh, if you've gotten to that part of campaign yes, two where, where they get to yeah, uh, well, I, and, I was, and I was immediately Humperduke, and I was immediately brought back. You know, and it, it's very good in keeping with the theology and with the mythology of Dragonlance because I was really, I was immediately brought back to the previous Dragonlance book where we were in the home of the gnomes with the flying nets. Yes, and oh yeah, elevators and all of that. And I'm like, oh yeah, these are the same guys. Now, and I, I should know this, but they <laughs> the, also remind the catapult that should have like decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> they also remind me of from Labyrinth. Who are the mm. creatures at the end of Labyrinth? They're just the minion guys who have. Like the, they're all in weird armor and everything else. Like they, they have kind of a feel like that. I feel it's playing on stuff at the time. I don't know, listeners, if you know that whole gnomes and and kind of where that whole not working machinery came from, and did Wizards of the Coast grab that for Magic the Gathering? Labyrinth. Yeah. Well, and I, 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 and I like here too how in chapter three. We have we get we we've known a little bit about the Grey Gem. We've heard the Grey Gem, and I like how Dugan sits everybody down and is like, "Well, it is the true story of the Grey Gem." Yes, hey. and as he's telling this, I want to. And he, as he's telling this, as he's talking about this, and how it's different from the original story of the Grey Gem that we had, I want to say right now, as we'll get to it later, I freaking called him right here. This is in my yeah. note. I it, called. I called. I called yeah. Dugan right here. In my notes, uh, two of you are looking at my notes as well. I say I instantly know right here. Dugan is Riorks. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. This this is where it, it, it comes out. Yeah. I uh, like. I like how they left it up in the air, though. I agree. They I like. I like. They say it, but it's it's hinted at pretty hard. <laughs> it is hinted at pretty hard, but then again. Every dwarf, every dwarf we've met thinks he's some weird descendant of right. Ryorks. Yeah. But yeah. this is such a Point swa- of pride. This is a swashbuckling adventure, and this actually is hitting me right in the in the good feels because this reminds me of a much light, more light-hearted version of a Conan the Barbarian story when he was with Bilit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I get this. Uh, you know, Conan got knocked over the head. He wakes up on a ship, and he's going to. Take the some eye of Agamemnon or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm liking all of this, right? And I don't care that they're not really hiding that it's Reorks. Chapter four, we get to the Isle of Gargath, right? And like how oh, they just crash into the island, everything hey, falls apart. They don't know how to like actually <laughs> stop. Let's just keep going till we run into the island and we'll fix well, it then. And it, it was the whole thing too with this ship is this ship doesn't have a stern and a pro- and a bow. Yeah. It has two bows because they can't turn it around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all making me I love all of this. And so this- they just they just crash into the shore and like it talks about people like gnomes being thrown yeah. into the island. Right. They, but they figure out it can it can slowly turn or there they there's this mistake, this crash somehow makes their boat better. I don't right. remember how. I just remember them talking about how all of a sudden it's like Kind of fixed at the same time, right. patched together, and just... yeah. And as they're standing there, a bunch of 
a bunch of uh, savage savage warriors. Yeah, savages, come, savages. Come, you know, barely uh, even human. Barely come, even human. Come out, come out, come out off the island and stand there, and are going to defend the island. Right, and and the, even this becomes comical because at first it's threatening, and then all of a sudden it's like there's like kids making noise in the brush or something. He's like, yeah. hey, shut up, shut up. Will you? Somebody hey, put a muzzle on we, that. We are trying to be serious here. <laughs> Shut your like I the really, little kid runs out and like runs out to the the guy who looks like the chieftain run, runs out and like pulls on it pulls on his clothes and is like dad 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 <laughs> um, dad please, what I, I am wearing my bone makeup right now when daddy wears his bone makeup you don't come and tug on him dad I, dad Lord dad of, Lord of bones. dad 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 <laughs> what can I have a cookie. <laughs> Just, no, not can before I play with dinner. The spears? I want to shoot the bow, please. <laughs> it was it was comical. And so laughing. What we find out is this is a tribe who is under a lot of problems because all of the women have been stolen from them by this Lord Gargath. Aye, they took out a woman. Yes, and I am instantly just invested in this story because. You it, want to see what Gargath It's is starting doing, to sound you? like a Steven Seagal novel. <laughs> or, or movie. <laughs> it really is. Steven Seagal. Look, you can't tell one. Gargamel the location of Smurf Village. That's the that's <laughs> top secret. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, so all the women have been all the women have been stolen. We find out that they do talk to the other tribes occasionally, and all their women have been stolen. Right. And it's, yeah. it's just a bunch of it's it's 107 men and and uh 45 babies. Yeah, it's their right. kids, and the men are sitting <laughs> there just 25 like, tubs of Vaseline. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the guys have to do everything. They're like, yeah, we used to just always be fighting. Now we have to do everything else. Nobody's yeah, really yeah. fighting. We, we used to be, there used to be war between the tribes. Now we're all in the same boat because we have to wash clothes and do dishes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like if all the women disappeared, there'd be, there'd be more fighting. <laughs> well, and yeah, well, and they uh, they even make the drop. They even make the drop. They even make a couple drops in here too about the idea of yes, we used to go to war and we used to be men and men and we used to fight and we used to do this and now I'm washing dishes and the the our our, our boys come up and we're like we're not and are like we're not gonna fight you because you guys have sticks and we have swords yeah and yeah. they're like oh. It's been a long time since we had a fight. <laughs> I gotta go back to washing dishes now. <laughs> Hold on. But these guys all merge up and decide, okay, we gotta go defeat this Lord Gargath. I mean, they need yeah. to get this this they, stone anyway. They can tell that the stone is the affecting gem. everybody. The gray right. gem or whatever, yeah, is affecting the entire. Villages. Well, and the gray gem, we didn't really go over the history here, but the gray gem is like what created the gray gem races yeah. here and everything else. The dwarves, else. the gnomes, the kinder. Not, wait, not the dwarves. I thought. Not the dwarves. It was just the kinder, the gnomes, the. It, it was. It was the gnomes were the originals. The gnomes were the gnomes were created by the gods. No, the, the dwarves the, were. No, no, the gray gem created the dwarves because no, Rayor. I, I I know this one for a fact because Rayor. No, the, the, no, this is the reboot. <laughs> this is the reboot in here. This is the re. Uh, we you know the good place. Red hammers. Red hammers explanation says that the dwarves were created second. So um, when you're ever at when you're ever no, you're at the Dungeons and Dragons table and you and your friends are about. fighting <laughs> over the Grey Gem races, <laughs> no, I know what you're talking please about. Please log into the Dragonlance Nexus and look up ah, Grey oh, Gem ooh, ooh, races. Maybe I'm maybe I'm jumping ahead to Summer Flame. Yeah, you might because there was there was a, Luke there's a, is right now there's logging a, into there's a revamp. the Dragon there's Lance a revamp. Nexus. Shut up. <laughs> Maybe I'm I might be jumping ahead to Summer Flame because there. I don't remember. I don't remember. No. Can I finish my sentence? <laughs> no. 
No. Because there is, in the story of the Grey Gem, there is a revamp that says that everybody has it wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, they're, in Summer Flame? It uh, might be in Summer mm-hmm. I may have been jumping ahead to Summer oh, Flame already. What well, do you Luke speaking. Quoting the Dragonlance Nexus. Oh. As the Grey Gem crossed the different peoples of Kryn, some it changed into totally new races. Stubborn ogres became minotaurs. Doughty oh. smiths became dwarves. Scatterbrain smiths became gnomes. And other smiths became scions. And yet more smiths. Also <laughs> formed were Kender, goblins, and seals. So both of us Talendos. were wrong. It was Talendos. just rolling around creating all was, kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was, it was just a shard of so chaos. Only humans and elves then are the original. So Morrissey was created by the Grey Champ? Morrissey? Hold on, let me look into my hat. <laughs> let me look in the umum and the thumum. Umum and thumum. Come on, somebody out there in the Dre Lance universe got my got my Morrissey I, I, joke. I got it. And oh then God. Joseph Smith loaded up the card <laughs> and he rolled and across the, the prairies. So you're saying the gem of chaos created Mormonism? <laughs> he collected to him smiths and other smiths became deacons and still more smiths. Smiths be- wore the loincloth of touching, and more smiths. How did you know I was wearing the loincloth of touching right now? <laughs> you gotta stop wearing that word. Okay, so the great loincloth of enlarging. <laughs> All right, so the gray gems here. It's kind of affecting the people on the island, but mm-hmm. not really affecting the people no, on the island. It's like proximity, right? Yeah, Almost like yeah. the closer you get to it, the more it'll affect. And so crazy. they they, they crazy. so. So, of course, we have Red Hammer, who likes his betting. <laughs> yes. Be- betting or bedding? He's, he's a gambler. He's a gambler. He's got... He's, he, he needs... He's not a fan of it. He needs to know he needs to when go. to hold him. Know when to fold him. Know when to walk away and know when to run. You never Guys, count your money. I upload it to YouTube at now. the table. There'll be time enough for counting. That's a good point. We, uh, we gotta stop. When up. the gray gems lost. There we go. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That that the, there we go. There we go. Oh, oh, two more than a minute. Is that copyright? <laughs> I think it's less than five seconds. Oh, we're okay. Yeah. I'm a real recording, not us just singing no, it. No, see, that's why we added that line on there. Is now it's a parody, and we're beyond copyright law. And okay. it's review. Uh, what are your thoughts? What, what are <laughs> you know what? Submitting a copyright um, dispute is very scary. Because <laughs> one of the things that can happen is, if you're wrong, we'll delete your channel. Oh, okay. oh no. <laughs> yeah. um, where was... Where were we where, where oh, were we? we were at the bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's yeah, this right. bet, there's and you. and everybody wakes up with spears pointed at him because Dugan was a dumbass and Dugan. gambled all hey, night. Red Hammer needs to go to Gamblers Anonymous. Hey, hey <laughs> guys, guys, we're we're all, we're all a team here at Dungeons and Dweebs, right? Yes. We're, we're all a team, right? Everybody agrees on that? Yes. <laughs> I do, I love that. I love it. Okay. Hang on, so, I have to be half asleep or drunk when you ask me this. By the way, y'all are in debt by a lot. The Wait, Russian what, what, mob... What did this happen? How did this happen? Just don't I thought worry. it was the Indian mob. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, there's, there's a mob involved. It's, it's a little weird, but just... You gotta sell your houses, alright? Just... I need the money. We, right. We, we gotta go. Dungeons, we... Yeah. I like some Luke, of this. Luke, we're moving in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got room. <laughs> so we approach the castle, and this castle, it's constantly changing shape. Now, in your heads, how... I love this. How I fast was this? If we all live together, I think we'd have to call the house Castle Dweeb. <laughs> 
Go on. Wow. <laughs> castle dweebsaurus. Um, so this con- right. castle's constantly changing shape. Like, it, it, it looks like, I don't know, medieval. Then it looks... Uh, like and it looks different to everybody. Eastern. Yeah. It looks different to everybody. Right. I love this cool. visual. I, I love this idea. I don't yeah. know how you could pull this off on a screen, but without I it love, looking hokey. But I but love. I love this yeah. idea of the constant Rubik's cube castle. In, yes. in my mind, it was. It wasn't like everything changing. It would be like one little area would change, then another. Would, it was like a smatter of just kind of like. This everywhere kind of changes randomly. You yep. never quite know. It's not all of a sudden everything changes. Just like a few little things periodically going it actually reminded me of a book a student gave me something about a clock I don't know I don't remember what the book is called Clockwork Orange no it wasn't Clockwork Orange <laughs> a student I hope, a, gave me the I hope a fifth grader is not giving Paul <laughs> oh no a clock it was a second orange. grader that gave me this when I taught second grade uh, uh, <laughs> it just gets weirder <laughs> saying yeah. it in the rain no I'm sorry <laughs> definitely not Clockwork Orange but it was some some kid book about clocks yeah uh, and it was a story where the ca- castle's constantly changing. Well, and this oh, cool. is the, and see in my in, in my head, Paul, like you said, everything's moving slightly. Yes. Um. You guys ever seen Dark City? Yes. No. Dark City, the city where uh where uh people are in a city and people and it's dark. It's dark. <laughs> it is. It's always night. It's, it's like Gotham. It's always night. Okay. Yeah. But you go to bed and you Perfect. could wake you could wake up and be a different person and the city changes and it shows like how the how these. Aliens are changing okay. the city, and like yeah. one tower will go up, and the other will go down, yeah. and it'll like Ooh. morph. It is super cool, things. and it's rated very high. Like, you, you, yeah, Dark you City watch is awesome. It. I have you, it. You should really. I'll watch have it. it. I'll bring it. Yeah, right. you need to watch it. Keebler, what's his name's in it? <laughs> Keeper Sutherland. Yes, <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> uh, there it is. To bring it back to Dragonlance. There yeah. we go. Yeah. There's our. There's the tie-in. It's Keebler. So they 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 approach the castle, right? And this is where I think old Marge starts stepping into the writing because first of all, we find out that Raceland's uh, Palin has Raceland's dagger still on his arm, right? Which does daggers stab? I don't know. See, there's part of He's me that goes underwear. Like I get it. He's supposed to have this, but in this moment, I I immediately started thinking. You know, Palin's just too much like Raceland in a lot of ways. I, 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 I mean, he idolizes him, so he tries yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the only thing. He's I trying to be the white version of Raceland. Yeah, and that's why like things don't really. He did. He doesn't. He's he just got the staff because he just passed his test. Mm-hmm. He's just got the staff. He's got Raceland's dagger in the in the the mage dagger. Thing that you're supposed to be able to like flit it into your hand, yeah. but it doesn't work doesn't for him yet. Yeah, he doesn't right. know how to do yeah. it, so he's got to like untie it every time he wants to take the dagger. All right, I got the oh, secret dagger. Hold on, crap, crap, crap. But this is when hold things, on, the not stuck. This is when things take a sultry turn. I mean, we yeah, have we do. have Sturm and Tannen. Well, we get we have, we go past the waterfall, which was our intro. No, 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 no. First of all, Sturm and Tannen need to cut some some wooden spears, and they need to strip down. Oh, yeah. to no, nothing they, but they were already stripped down. Because the because we uh, never actually chief... ex- we never actually explained the the bedding thing because yeah. because yeah. that they lost all their uh, rear ex- is gone. Or, dungeons me, red and hammer. tangents. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is where they cut the wooden spears. Red, oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. red hammer. <laughs> get their wooden spears nice and sharp. Red hammer lost everybody's weapons and armor in a game in a rolling dice with the chieftain. And yep. so they're out there in their lo- they're out there in literal loincloths cutting sp- cutting spears With, uh, of wood. What's the quote? That is just very. It's something about like glistening abs, and there's just like sweat running everywhere. Like there is just Marge is just writing this. Marge in, is having in fun in just a froth. Yeah, Marge is having fun. <laughs> Use different words. <laughs> I, I was saying. Then, I, 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 then they they rip off the sticks and they get them nice and long and sharp. His I was sinewy saying, arms just. <laughs> Gripping the knife, and 
I was hewing the sharp point in the in the twins trilogy. In the twins trilogy, I was able to write. I was able to write Caramon. Oh, half naked. Now I have two of them. Oh. Luke is so The grunting of their carving. It's the so two of them work. standing so close together. <laughs> their spears almost touch. <laughs> Luke, come back. Hey, come hey. back. It's okay. We'll stop. I don't wanna. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the walls uh. become a waterfall. Now this is the one thing that I was going to ask you about the timing thing. Because it felt like when they first described the castle, how fast things were changing. That was happening fairly rapidly. This waterfall part happens for quite a long time. Long enough where they can kind of talk about it, decide to walk through it. Like it seemed like they it held waterfall form yeah. for a little bit longer than it did everything See, else. I, I don't think it did for me because it, it's a castle. It's supposed to be huge, so things, it can, everything can be changing. But, but that like, wall specifically, that is wall staying. just wasn't changing at that moment right. in time. And you know, it could like like we said with the door, it changed. The door changes and, after a little while. And we so have we do have this whole um, idea of is. You know, is the gray gem? Does the gray gem have consciousness? You yeah. Know? yeah, the gray gem has been trapped here, and that's wants one of the things. There. The gray gem wants to leave. Yeah. So I almost took it a little bit too, as like maybe gray gem saw them coming, slowed stuff, slowed stuff down a little bit because it wants yeah. to get the hell out of here. That's a real good read on it. Yeah, for real. Well, they part. They use the staff to part the waters like Moses, and they walk into the land of milk and honey. Yeah, that's one good mystery. That's one good Where the bluegrass grows. <laughs> all around, all around. Oh, wait, that's a different, different song. <laughs> this right here, though, a lot of this is feeling like a Smurf adventure. Like, I swear I watched yeah. a, a Smurf episode that's like this. <laughs> I swear. There's something well, with because, a waterfall and something that's behind it. you've been watching the Smurfs probably with your kids. I do watch that's the what Smurfs. This, watch would be, this, the would be, this would be, at this point, this feels, this feels so campaign-y to me. Yeah, this feels like this feels like a one-shot campaign. This is an oh yeah. crap! They're stuck. I better make it easy. For you, them. Well, no, but it feels like a one-shot campaign where you're it going does. in. You had the little fun at the beginning. Now you're gonna actually get into the castle. You have your DM is back there rolling for what's gonna be behind the door, and he rolls the one and then looks at the sheet and goes, "I rolled a six. Yeah. It's full of." Powerful women who want to have sex with. Okay, no, right. uh, you know, and, and, <laughs> I believe I believe we've talked about this that that they were writing a lot in those first books off of campaigns they had played together yeah. as a group. Yeah. I'm almost a hundred percent sure this is a 100%. Tracy-led campaign that they had done at some time because I think he is the one that comes up with a lot of the crazy gnome stuff. Yeah. Like he's the little bit wackier I, of the two, and I, I this feels like a Tracy Hickman adventure. So oh, oh and what? What if they? What if? What if? What if all the women are? Oh, dude, Tracy's the gray gem of this. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. This is him DMing, yeah. uh, for sure. I, I like this just kind of randomness because I. It what if they're not... all naked? <laughs> and Marge is like, "Well, I get some man meat as well, so they're going to be whittling sticks before yeah, they go yeah. in there." He's like, "All right, well, then there's twice as many women in this tower." <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like this randomness because I wasn't expecting a series. No, and story. there's a ship, and the sail goes round and round uh, it <laughs> to produce its own wind. Exactly. You, you do know for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? No, it works. <laughs> it works. It's magic. It's it's one of those where this this randomness that he has is great because he for this story. 
only oh, yeah. for this story. I, I Keywords there. This story. When yeah. when you are not having an epic struggle yes. of Tachesis, the craziness works here in this anthology series. Yes. And listen, right. there are these stairs that go on for infinity. Did you ever play Super Mario 64 when you didn't have enough stars? <laughs> and you go up the stairs and they go forever and forever. <laughs> but you get to the top and there's all these women. And they're going to... You to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> I snooze him. Yeah, so and they bang down the door and they bang down the door at the top of the stairwell after they get in. And they bang down the door. We're here to save you. Oh, come here, big boy. Yeah, it's my birthday. And oh, and it's one of their birthdays. <laughs> I don't know why he's like Gene he's, Rodman. I don't I know say, what I'm he, doing. It's like he got a jersey sli slide yeah, action not, with that. I don't not, know. not Utah, for sure. And this is the kind of crap that's just my guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah, I just love this cheesecake. I love all this kind of cheesecake of, of them just, oh, we're all being held in thrall this... by the gray gem. And mm, just lay down, let me feed you grapes. And this whole idea of aren't you, aren't you being held here by Gargamesh or whatever. Yeah. Gargoth? Yeah. Gilgamel. Gilgamel. Gargamel and Azrael are <laughs> by, by, by Gargoth? And they're like, no. And the, and the women are like, no, we locked him in his room a long time ago. And we haven't seen a man since. Get over here. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I love how Sturm is just all about Boy, it. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like yeah, you know, you know I could stay here a while. I, I'm fine. I'm, I do this again. The exact me, opposite of how Stern Breitblade reacted yeah, exactly. to this situation. Yeah. This reminded me of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes, that yes. that was the scene that popped into my head. Is that Monty Python and the Holy Grail yes. scene? Where no, like, oh spank yeah, me, spank me. <laughs> no, I want to be spanked. <laughs> me next. Like, that entire thing was immediately Monty Python appears in my head. I'm like. <laughs> I've seen this. <laughs> oh, and the country. description of the of the of the raven-haired beauty of a leader, mm. the raven-haired milf of a leader, <laughs> and Clob was no longer paying attention. To and the in of the that book. moment, <laughs> I kept, I, I kept, go, I kept going, snoo snoo. Well, the blonde is all the blonde is all over Sturm. This raven, the raven-haired milf is trying to get on ten, and I'm going. You're not on a clock here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gray gym's been locked up for a while. You can take a few yeah. minutes. We got, yeah, you got some time. Even, um, they're even going, ooh, ooh. And there's a bunch of and like there's a bunch of women who like run over and like, ooh, who's the little one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we find out that they like this. They're saying they like this. Hey, no more, no more cooking, no more washing. We're like, we're all liberated. Yeah, we we just demand things from the village. It, they make mm -hmm. it, they show up. Yeah. It's, yeah, we get the whole story yeah. about how a few of them were brought up here. They locked Gargath away, and then they just kept on the front. Yeah, of like we, we decided to time. Uh, empowering women. We decided <laughs> it yeah, is. We decided to liberate our sisters. So we we, yeah. we sent the we, we sent the we sent the people down there to kidnap them and bring them back up here. And then we we all live in so yeah. We could have the, some more fun. Yeah, the, everything's the perfect gem. except for all the scissoring. So we need you. <laughs> <laughs> We're sick of scissoring. We need, we need a little bit. We need something that can, can go deeper. Uh, it can only get me so far. <laughs> you know, it's been a real vegetarian diet, if you know what I'm but saying. But I kind of... <laughs> and I feel like Sturm needs to be wearing the Sturm helmet with the giant wings, but it's just kind of like all cockeyed on his head. <laughs> just like... 
He's the idiot. Oh, well, like um, one, he's got the mustaches that he's trying to grow in, but one's just like stuck straight out to the side. The other one's hanging. Well, no, they're, they're curled when he goes in, and all of a sudden they're <laughs> straight. Well, and Sturm just sits down on a couch with with the women. And starts drinking, <laughs> and Tannen's maybe that's what he Tannen's kind of I can do. It's like his mustache goes like in and out. Their antennae, like what the hell? <laughs> All the girls are like, "Oh, it's so cute!" And his mustache is just twirling in well, and out. Sturm sits down. Tannen is trying to like be the to like. Well, no, we're here on a mission. Oh God, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and Palin's in the back, going, "Guys." Guys, yep. this isn't right. <laughs> Guys, Palin's shut up, little brother. Palin's the voice of reason. Palin, come have fun. It's that. <laughs> it's that. Door. It's that. It, you, it's you go. You go to the bar and you're a little drunk, and then you meet up with those girls who are, you know, what is it? They, it's maybe like they're, they're really interested in you. They're, they're they're tens right now with the whiskey glasses because that adds four <laughs> points to them. And, and your designated drivers in the back going, guys, you don't want to do that. Shut up! Why don't you go wait in the car, driver? <laughs> in fact, shut up. Give me the keys. I'm, I'm not driving. I just need the back. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Um. <clears throat> So, in the end, they try to get out, right? Palin gets kind of nuts here with his magic, right? Pew, pew, pew. I, don't, I don't remember his magic at all. They go to fight. Yeah, we yeah. Do. doesn't he, like, doesn't he, like, Wait, no, that's get somebody a, else? He, he uses it to distract. <coughs> because he? doesn't like, he, like, hey, starts look, lifting them up? He's, like, yeah. lifting them up. We got to get to the door. Yeah, he lifts Sturm. He lifts Sturm yeah. up to get Sturm away from everybody. He's just like, no, let's go. Yeah, But yeah. He, he doesn't even realize how he's doing it, either. No, he because no he's idea. being affected. He's being affected by the gem. Yeah, we had the drop earlier in the earlier story about he has power he doesn't know about, and like all of a sudden he's just magicking Sturm around here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But in the end, they're able to break free. I don't know if I would have, but to break free. Yeah. I don't think I would have gone that quickly. Who would care? Stay here a couple days. I mean, these stupid. You're guys, young single a guys. Week. A week. Corrupt. You'll be corrupted, and then you can't join the knighthood, though. <laughs> no, they're wait. on Rumspringa. They can do it. <laughs> I agree. But no, and then this is the perfect setup for Generation Three. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot more people. There's a lot more kids in Generation Three. <laughs> Third generation. Are we, are we brothers or cousins? We yes. Sturm, Sturm <laughs> Blurm, and Term. Uh, so we get to Chapter Eight. Tony Lord Tony. Gargath. This is my, um, my other brother, Daryl. So. <laughs> They're running up the stairs again, and we find there's this cool gnomish clock or lock that's that's at the top of the stairs that's blocking off this door. Yeah, it's a time lock. It's a time lock. But what I love about this, because it's <laughs> gnomish, it's completely useless. It's actually not locking the door. The door's open. <laughs> the door's been open the whole well, time. Yeah, don't they like try to think of different ways they can yeah. do it? And, and yeah, they're like, they just hear a, a voice. It's open. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sun lock, but there's it's a time lock, so when the sun shines here into this mirror, it's going to go over here. But there's no windows in this place for the yeah. sun to shine yeah. anywhere. Why don't you try to walk forward with your staff? Or you could just open the door. Get in here. Come on in. The water's great. And at this moment, it is revealed. Gargan. And Gargath is cool. He's switching from creature to creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gargath is just sitting there. He just. This is another cool visual effect here we Super, have in writing. Yeah. Uh, again, I believe this has got to be Margaret. 
Tiraz Lean, uh, Willow, Willow. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. He shifts it, and then just the random things that he shifts into here. He's a dragon, and then he's a dude. So I guess there was a dragon in this book. That's right. That's right. And then he's a hedgehog. Roasted. And then he's and then he's a slug, and then he's a chicken, and then it's like what? I'm gonna throw it throw it forward that like this. Polymorph spell that won't stop. Like, oh god, would you please stop turning me into stop? Yeah, that was awesome for a little while. Now I, now I'm gonna. And I gotta say, I gotta throw it out here. Uh, guts, uh, guts on uh, TSR's part, and Tracy, <laughs> old Mormon Tracy, throwing out the pentagram on the floor, because that's the thing. I mean, we're we're at the tail end of the Satanic Panic. Like, this is near the end. Though, this all oh, it's, it's basically ending oh, no, at we're this in end. The 90s. But but we're in the nineties. We're talking yeah. even in like ninety three or whatever when Wizards yeah. puts out Magic the Gap. Gathering cards, one of the early, uh, is it some sort of shield card or whatever that used as a pentagram on it? And there was huge parent backlash, and they removed that How card. How dare and, ye! Although in the written word, who cared? Uh, but it's kind of cool. He, he's got a pentagram on the floor. And that's holding the That's what's that's, holding the gray gem. That's what's trapped the gray gem in the top of the. In, in, in but the that makes me prison. ask you, though. Nowhere else in Dragonlance have I seen a pentagram ever used. So this seems to be just obscure and only yeah. being used on this. Uh, it could just be a, a magic form of just like you know yeah. we have to have all all five things so that it's trapped in a center. Yeah, I don't know, like. and that could be one of the things is you know this is the one thing that has trapped the gray gem. Yeah. So therefore, why else would you use it? Yeah. Only the power of Gene Simmons yeah, can look, make this know, one track. Like a stranger in the dark. I went out. I picked up. I picked up my Dio. copy of Great or uh, for pentagrams for dummies. I got the Great Gem in the air. It's all right. You want to? You want to watch me turn to a slug again? <laughs> Too bad. But um, hey, that's when he turns into a snail. Gargath does the reveal Dang. that I think all of us already knew yep. that Dugan is Riorks, yep. right? Yeah. Um, so chapter nine, wanna bet. So Gargath turns into this big black dragon. Um, well, I, and we get this, we get this idea that this reveal here that Riorks is, or excuse me, that Riorks is Dugan, Dugan is Riorks. Um, we we jumped over it here a little bit. There was a quick when they mentioned uh, when they came to the lock. They came to the lock, and I think it was Sturm made a joke about, if only we had a Kender. Yeah. And Rayork freaks out, and he's like, no, 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 there's a... St- there's a stupid whittling dwarf that lives up, that that lives in the woods outside my oh. house that keeps sit that keeps sitting on the rock waiting for a kender. And I don't understand it. I we don't want any kenders. And that's I, Flynn. I love I love that little moment. Yep. Of yeah, that, yeah. That, that I did too. Easter I thought that was cool. Drop. It was like, and I'm like, oh, oh god, oh god, it's Flint because Flint is dead and he's the guy. Oh, yeah. uh, feels. Yep. yep. Yeah, it was feels good. Hit. And poor Flint is and and poor Flint is. Sitting there just whittling, waiting for his husband to show up. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of, Freudian things, uh, so what's up with Palin? Like, he's the only one that's, like, in the whole room of women he's not really interested. And now during this fight, when the women show up again with their lion skins, he can't seem to get his staff to work. <laughs> he doesn't like strong. Men, I, I didn't even think of that. He just, he doesn't like him strong. Yeah, he, he, uh, he, <laughs> Strong women intimidate. I don't know about this one. Um, Grayson was never really into women. <laughs> no, it's true. And we'll find out about him and women in just a second. So um, so it all ends up with a bet. Reorix bets that Palin can throw the hammer and it won't touch the ground. Again, we have a bet. Yes. And again, we have a bet. And the guys and the, and the Majeure boys are just looking at him going, you're not lucky. 
Yeah. Every yeah. bet you have, you lose. And we figured out why the great gem was lost in the first place is because you bet it, you stupid SOB. <laughs> yeah. So yes, he, Palin needs to throw the hammer, and even Palin's going, I can't throw the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> right. But he does. Only if he was worthy. But he does, May right? He have the power of reorks. And the hammer flies up through the shaft of pentagrammal light. <laughs> Is that a thing? And shatters the gray gem. I don't know what to do. I was just throwing, I was just throwing up the devil horns. And it's just gray gems just shattering down. And it's like uh, you're on stage at a Dio concert, I guess. Um. Ozzy's there somewhere biting the head off a bat. Gargath make, becomes the Black Wizard. Well, it shatters the prison. It shatters the spell that's holding the Because, the, yeah, the gem kind of bamps out. Right. Yeah. right. The gem is well, still no. there. Or no, but does, or does he grab Rior's it? Reorch grabs, grabs it. Yeah, Reorch grabs it. Grabs yeah, it, it shatters the spell, it, not like, the gem. Yeah. Doesn't it, like, kind of shatter? that's a whole other thing. In so, doesn't it, like, point. stop the gem, <laughs> yeah. though? Because the gem... The gem always wants to leave. The gem kind of can move. The, the gem, gem, the gem yeah. is around. the gem is chaos. Well, obviously yeah. it was rolling around like a so, turd down a hill for a while, creating races. <laughs> yeah. I, so it's, that it's, whole story is just whack job. It's oh wait, yeah, yeah. oh wait, <laughs> I can't. That wait hammer. till summer flame. Uh, oh god. I will, I will. The gem is chaos. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I like it. No, it was always the ladder to the moon that I thought was Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's whack weird. Uh, that one's weird. But that's why I think they tried to soften it with the, oh, you've heard lots of tales about it. Hey, nah. Every race yeah, tells its own tale. Yeah, tales. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, is a nice comment on society. I agree. Yep. You know, because everybody tells their own. Everybody tells their own side of the war. Uh, yeah, it's true. True. Um, we end victors. up where he turns into the black wizard. Gargath turns into the black wizard. Makes some sort of dumb joke about devil's food. And I have in my notes that this just is this is all just very cartoonish. I've had fun though. I've loved this story, but it's, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's it, you if you take this story serious. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So Ray Arch, but like you fun. said, it's a fun session at the gaming table. Yes. Yeah. Ray Arch pockets the gray gem because he's been searching for millennia to try to find this thing and catch up to it again. And yeah. this is the first time it hasn't been running away from him. <laughs> so they get they leave. They get back on the ship. Although you know. They either set the the women and the men have to deal with their own stuff on this island now, <laughs> and they yeah, get back they on the ship. They're back on the ship, and the boys are like, "Let me see the gray gem. Let yeah. me see the. Gr we came here with you. We did this for you. Let me see the gray gem. You yeah. lost our weapons. We had to get them back. Would you just show us the stupid rock? Yeah, and they got all their stuff back at the end because it didn't fit the chieftain. No, it was too hot. Yeah, it was That's too hot. It was. it was too it's hot. Like, oh, I'm sweating. I don't like this. My there. My butt's all sweaty. You can have a bag. I got some swass going. <laughs> hey, with how warm work's been. Yeah. Uh, uh, so they go in and they're pressuring Dugan Rearts, and he's like, um, actually, I was playing Bones with the chieftain again, and I lost it. You stupid son of a <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least Everybody. it's not on the island anymore. It's just gone. Yeah. Yep. yep. Summer flame. She gone. Summer flame. Summer flame. Summer Spoilers. flame. It's coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I... Reorks, I don't know, at the end of all this, Reorks is a dork. Oh, I don't, I mean... <laughs> Ooh. I like the idea. But I had fun. I, I like oh, the yeah. idea that when you have the multiple gods here, and when you have a system of multiple gods, I like the idea. I always like the idea of the imperfect gods. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I do as well. And, I, mean, I mean, Reorks has got a gambling addiction. Takesis is, you know, Takesis is off in her uh, little goth world. <laughs> Paladine's too. Pal Pal Paladine likes to turn into a short guy and wander around. No, and forget I forget stuff. Yeah. You know. Hey, uh, at least he's not like Zeus. They drop, they drop the line here word, that Reorks word. is also a planet. Uh, it's a plane. 
plane. I, I don't Re -orc plane? Re -orc, that's not any better. Reorks is actually from a different plane than the rest of the oh, other. I thought gods. it said different planet. No, I so I was like, oh, maybe yeah. the spell jammer went there. No, it's it's a plane where like you <laughs> I can spell jammed a time or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. like 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 Paladine and Paladine and uh, Takesis Paladiner and, and, and a couple of <laughs> and Mishikol. They're Dina from like, they're like from a whole different. Re Reorks is from like a whole different religion. It was like from a whole different system that just wandered over to this plane and made the world. Hey, what's going on oh, over nice. here? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's from a whole different. <laughs> Pretty it's, much. It's essentially what? like it's hey. essentially like Zeus wandering over, and going, "Who's this Jesus guy standing?" Reorks is from Pharaoh. What's, what's we this played old this. Guy this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's this old guy and this dragon lady? Yeah. Hey, you guys want this? You guys want this rock? And he just like throws it. <laughs> Poof, crin. Boom. Oh, sorry. So the end of this story, and it's poem time. Well, Stop. we get to the end, and we're back poem on time. the dock, and oh, we want to get this. The yeah. three boys going. We're never going to talk about this ever to anybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you had that room full of women, I mean... That's true. Yeah, so they gotta be nice. So now we get a poem. Poem? I don't even care. <laughs> nope. Anybody uh, want to comment on this poem? I didn't read it. I didn't either. That's Same. why I have nothing to say. It's a poem. I, I have now gone to skipping these poems yes. that I don't care. Which is, which, I mean, like, let's I, talk about Magical Raven. I feel like we're all... <laughs> yes, let's do it. I feel like we're all skipping the poems, which, which isn't good for us doing a podcast, but like... Come on. <laughs> and if again, it's not holding, if, if if it can't convince us, who is reading this for a purpose to read it, uh, why is it in there? <laughs> I agree because, because they're not good. They're I I won't. I've never liked the poetry uh, in yeah. Dragonlance. Yeah, I do believe it's hit an all time low here. Like mm. these poems are really not good. I tried reading. I yeah. tried reading the first few just as not as poems, not just reading the words. And even that, I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I no, can't. It's not great. So. But we're on to the next one. This is going to be a weird one. Raceland's Daughter. Well, now we have no chapters. <laughs> so we go from chapters... No hey, chapters. With how short this story is, I'm okay with no chapters. I'm weird. I'm weirded out though, from a business standpoint, that the editorial depart department didn't try to streamline this book into more of a yeah. cohesive unit of like having, like maybe they didn't originally have chapters, hey, but you put but them again, in but to again, maintain continuity. But again, these are stories from other tales yeah. that were yeah. just oh, put yeah. in that were put into this. They're like, oh, we'll call it second generation because we have these five stories about the kids. We'll just throw from other tales books. Yeah. We'll yeah. just throw them in here. It, call it second. This is a very quick. This is a it very quick show together. Money grab. They don't have to edit anything. They just literally copy and paste. They just it's, threw it right in. It's easy. They're making money off of it. I. I mean, yep. it's kind of a rip off, but at the same time, they were smart about it. Well, this we, is a very wayward tale because we're going to start off in the wayward inn. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this right? This is right before Raceland's test or after? This is right after. This is right after. Right like after? immediately okay. following. I still remember. I, I mean, you know, when we were back in like episode one. Yeah. Uh, when we first got into this, I listened to an interview with Margaret Weiss, and they were asking questions about Raceland's daughter. Oh. Which at the time meant nothing to me. <laughs> right. So coming up into this, this is awesome. Like it, it's kind oh, of. Oh, I wish I knew that existed. I'd have listened to that before going into this. I'd like to know what she had to say. You did. You did listen to it. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> but it was two years ago. So I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay. not remembering. <laughs> yeah, I probably don't remember anything she, because I didn't even know what the story was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I like the name of the owner here, Sleegart 
Havenswood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's right next to Way with Forest, which is the forest. Well, sometimes when the forest moves in and moves like, out. Well, well, and now this is written by. Um, Desra de Spain. Margaret and Desra de Spain. Yeah. Who, did somebody make mention that this was her husband at the time? No. No, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Or maybe that was another story that was, maybe it's not this dude, but there was a thing on on our Facebook page that talked about that was an offshoot story that she wrote with her husband at the time. Oh, Uh, so, okay. This may be that, I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Well, this all you know what this feels like. We you know who that. hasn't gotten laid in these stories yet. Raceland. <laughs> Raceland. So let's have He's it. He's the now. only one. D- D- Desra is not. Okay. Um, Margaret was married to Robert Baldwin and then Donald Bain Stewart Perrin. Wow, Gee, you think he's you think well, he, third, sir. You, you think he's the British? Third. <laughs> well, only until two thousand three. So she's single now, boys. Hey. Hey. Hi, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm at the stage of my life where I got no problems being a houseboy for the correct money. Oh my God. I'll be a houseboy. What are you talking about? That's a dream, um, isn't it? I'll be your. I'll be. You'll your, whittle sticks, won't you? I'll be. I'll be. I'll be your caramon. Uh, <laughs> um, so this feels very Robert E. Howard. This sounds like the beginning to some of the stuff that we've already read for like our Halloween episode. Yeah. You know, the hand of doom, right hand of doom, it's, things like that. It's a good description of a type of tavern we haven't really seen yep. in Dragonlance. Uh, Margaret, I think, is the the one of the team that can really get atmosphere going. I love the atmosphere that's created well, at the beginning and, of the story. Yeah, and this feels like the tavern that you know. This feels like we're actually going inside that tavern that we heard about going to so too much, going to in the last book. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the, the tavern of ruffians and yeah. mercenaries. Yeah, we actually get to see it this time versus just kind of eh, right. the there. tavern where the men don't really care how old you are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. And the uh, Raceland and Caramon come busting through the door, and they're looking for a place to stay tonight because they are coming directly from the test. Yeah, and Raceland's still messed up. I was yeah, going to say, yeah. and I, I like this because at first I had an issue with how Caramon was acting. I thought Caramon was acting what not I- like himself, but then I'm like, but you know... He has just witnessed his brother murder him. Murder him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little testy, right? Hey, now. Hey, you know? I haven't punched something in a while, and I really would like to hit somebody. Yeah, right well, now. and it makes sense why they would be there too. Like if you know, Raceland's in rough shape. Well, yeah, we just gotta stay somewhere. Caramon once again is doing the. I'm. He's being very caring for his brother, but he also mm. wants to drink and possibly hit somebody in the face. <laughs> Who doesn't want to do that? But this is very atmospheric, right? They're sitting in the corner, and, you know, he's getting the tar bean tea and all this, and all of a sudden the door opens again, and this tall stranger walks in. And here, yeah. is, and here we have, for us at least, this is the first mention of the Yerda. Yeah, oh. For well, us. Because we don't even see her yet. Well, no. The, we the don't know if it's a boy or a girl. We don't know who no, it is. It's no, just but, a figure. But, but, yeah, but her... her Coming her her in this story. This is our this is for us. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is our first mention of the of the Erda. Yeah, and I like and once we get a whole bunch of background about the Erda and Summer Flame, that I really like the this race. And I will say that this until the end threw me. I did not know that that's who that was. I thought this was going to be like Silvara was. Yeah, like, oh, I yep. thought it was a dragon. I I actually after reading the story, I went on to I just Googled this character to see if she ever came back, you know, anything right. like that, if there was more on her. 
Uh, and then I found the Urda and kind of went through that a little bit. Okay. So. That could have been a cool story if she was a dragon and, like, Raceland has, like, a dragon baby somewhere. I oh, actually wait. thought it's a cooler wait idea. Summer Flame. Spoiler Jeez. <laughs> me. <laughs> dragon baby? You're going to wait till Summer Flame. <laughs> okay. it's, it's not a dragon baby. But wait till, <laughs> okay. wait, wait till you find out what the Urda actually are. Okay. Oh no! Yeah, I, I know. I, uh, you know. What I know because I did some. I yeah, haven't Google, done... so I know. Yeah. yeah. You you went to Dragonlance to Nexus. I more than likely did. I don't <laughs> actually know what. I'm page googling myself right now because it was very late at night when I finished <laughs> reading this. So it was like, yeah, I'm just gonna Google it. Wow. Sleep deprived. Yeah. State. So this beautiful woman comes in. She's hidden. We, we, we she's hidden. Yeah, nobody. You can't really see. Everyone's kind of like, who, who, what, what is that? And then the usual molest starts to happen. <laughs> the usual drunken guy. Let me buy you a drink. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want. Girl, I don't I'll keep you warm. Like all that kind of stuff, right? The usual. And then there's a fight because Caramon can't let this well, go. Well, there's an attempted gang rape. They, well, they, yeah. The guys, yeah. Atte- the guys attempted gang rape are right there in the bar. Yep. Yeah. They're like, all right, you're coming with us. It's like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like trying to drag her upstairs and Caramon's just like, oh, I've had enough of this. Yeah. He t- yeah. Caramon does the, I'm going to take on all of the smaller ruffians, like all of them. And then Raceland goes off to... Right. Kind of oh, the... but we should say that Raceland is immediately like sparked by her because when he looks at her, she doesn't age. That's right. Yeah, he he doesn't see he has, her die. He has the eyes now. Yeah. Now this leads me to a question because now my knowledge, I thought I knew what was going on. Raceland didn't get his hourglass eye vision until the test, right? Yes. Correct. Yes. So he has not. Li- I mean, my guess is he's had this vision for now twenty four hours, maybe. But ima- so why? But imagine, imagine having this vision, having the hourglass eye vision here for the where. Oh my God, this is all you've seen for the last twenty four hours, and then there's the one like shining yeah. light that you yeah. you're like, oh there's, well, what the hell is this? Just a, a, a semblance of sanity. Yeah, yeah, right. So you yeah, immediately you, you probably want to talk. Hey, is there is there something she knows? Can she help me with yeah. this? Please, please help. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um... So Race- there, there's the usual fight, right? They save her. They get her up the stairs. Raceland actually uses his dagger for once. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the this is a point where, like, for the first time, where you've heard of how the mages have that mm-hmm. hidden dagger, it actually works. Well, for him. St- he, he just stabs him. He kills he, the guy. He's, doesn't he? he's still so weak after the test yeah. that he he doesn't have the he doesn't have the power yeah. built up back is, in is him to do much like, magic. Is this his only melee kill? Like he actually, well, he oh, killed, he actually yeah, killed somebody with a knife. Sure. Pro- probably in brother it. brothers in arms, we're probably gonna see melee. And that kill. that it makes okay. sense though, because that is that is last absolute last resort. Yeah, right. Yeah. To be in that close of quarters with somebody when you're a mage and you're yeah. that weak. When you're a depowered mage at this point, yeah. because you've yeah. just gone through the test. That that's what that dagger is for. Right? I can't imagine Mirrodin level like two <laughs> next Quiet. to my character. But the girl's name is so Amber. All the guys. The girl's name is Amberl. They bring her up to room thirteen. So is there something going on with the unlucky number thirteen? Trichodecophobia. <laughs> Um, but she sneaks out in the middle of the night and she goes kind of like listens to their conversations. Yeah, she wants to go Lincoln. Yeah. Because well, he fe- is intriguing to her as well. As much as she's like, or he's immediately attracted to her, she immediately is attracted to him because of 
This, what, this weird link. link thing. And I'm calling you out, Stephanie Meyer. I'm calling you out from the Twilight series. <laughs> you stole the freaking weird <laughs> werewolf imprinting from Margaret Dragonlance. <laughs> where, you look, where the werewolf dude looks at the baby and is immediately in love with her and has to be with her. Oh. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> This is what happens when I don't want. This is the, this is the this is the Irda breeding breeding spell that they have to have. Um, I don't understand any of those references. <laughs> I understand the Irda Irda breeding thing. But I, the, I, I, the Twilight. Um, what? I, I know who Stephanie Meyer is. Yeah, and she's what? the author of Twilight. Of the yeah. Twilight series. No, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's a, all I know. There's a thing at the end of the Twilight books where the werewolf boy that was like the whole love triangle sees the uh, sees uh, the woman sees the girl's uh, half vampire or sees the girl's vampire baby and immediately and werewolves have an imprint where they fall in love instantly and so he falls in love with the baby and then the baby ages and they're together. That's weird. <laughs> I don't like that I, at all. I am not kidding you whatsoever. <laughs> That's immediately when we start going this. I'm like, Listen, where I, they start what? talking about imprinting I'm on each other. I'm just going to feed you Emphamil and raise you up here Listen, so that I, I can I, finally I, love you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, I know you're 12, but you'll be 18 someday. <laughs> Rub's body. <laughs> wolf Daddy will drive you to wolf school. Daddy. <laughs> Call me Wolf Daddy. I, oh. I absolutely hate everything. Think about that. I did, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right then. <laughs> anyway, so they're imprinted for, and even Ra and we're in we're in Raceland's head here too, and even Raceland's like, why the hell am I interested in this woman? Yeah, why, I like how he's thrown this? by this. He has yeah. that, like you said, he has that fascination—the fact that she doesn't age. That I mean, Raceland yeah, is always trying yeah, but to it's learn. more than that. We're given yeah. more. We're, it's more than that that they have this weird connection, right? But yeah. so Karaman knows she's at the door, hears her at the door, comes, opens up the door. She kind of comes falling through, and then they're kind of oh, and looking at each other. And Raceland gets all weird and abusive. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah. in a nutshell. <laughs> when it gets a little weird, what does Raceland do? He's got to abuse somebody. Yeah. So Ambrell leaves crying. And uh, am I wrong? Was Silvara spelled with a Y? As yeah. well, yes, because that's why I thought I'm like, are they trying to mislead me? Because it's Ambril and mm -hmm. Silvara, like, like I'm thinking this okay. is some sort of dragon race thing with their with their naming structure, but I guess not. Yeah, so right. they have to get the boys figure that they have to get out of there. Leave well, in they, the middle of the night. Get out. Go. They got to help her. Isn't there some like massive storm? They have to follow her to try to make sure she doesn't die or something like that. I don't no, know. no, she go, follows them. They, she follows them. They go out into the that's storm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Raceland's just like, dude, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Caramon's like, God, can't we just sleep the night? Can't you just furiously <laughs> off in a corner? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> My hands are far too cold. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, but as, as we've learned, they're very as we've learned, they're very nimble. <laughs> it doesn't help in this scenario. Just just sit on them for a little while, and it's like a stranger. Let's go, Caramon! <laughs> If you think my hands are cold, <laughs> you should feel my <laughs> staff. <laughs> I call it the staff of the majors. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> so they so leave. They, they go leave out in the storm. They eventually find a cave. Oh. Yes. 
uh, <laughs> the forest of Weyrith, right? Yeah, and then they actually they, go into but the forest. as they go into the forest, don't they see a light through the trees, mm-hmm. right? So they go up there and they they find they find the cave, right? Isn't there the fire already going in the cave? No, or, no, no. no this she, is, she shows up. She and, follows yeah. the yeah, light. She, through, she yeah, she follows the light. They. They're there just trying to, like, survive. Caramon is kind of freaking out. But this out is awful. I mean, Raceland is near death, and now he's out in the wind That's and cold. That's because he was an idiot. Yeah, and so Caramon's uh. got to go find stuff, and then we find out that Amber old magic's a light in the woods, and Caramon's like, oh, there's people over there. Maybe they have firewood. I'll and goes, and she and keeps goes magicking the light farther yeah. and farther yeah. away. She's kind of like, bloop, bloop. Yep. And then she goes in and snuggles up to snuggles up to passed out Raceland and he wakes up with his woman fondling him. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Hot. Yes. He's at least waking up warm. And then they get into the whole and then we get the whole explanation of what races who are you? What's going on? And she's like, Well, I'm Irda, and we have this whole thing where uh, we don't really like each other as a race, but we have to breed to keep the race going. So the gods gave us the the gods gave us this connection thing that happens, so we have to breed or we're both gonna die. What, what? No, just she would die. I think he no. would have been fine, wouldn't it? No, he was. She's he like, it's been... not supposed to happen with a human, but you're feeling oh. it too. So if we don't breed, we're gonna die. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, what the, a pickup! Well, what a pickup line is that? We got a or we're gonna die. Yeah. Isn't that called the Valen? Is that what the thing is that's called the Valen? Why did I think she was the Valen? No, that you're right. That yeah, yes, that is the Valen. That's the Valen. That's yeah. the Valen. Okay. My life, mate. <laughs> no, it's just once. It's not life. Yeah, it's just once, and then it goes away, and then as long as they've had the kid, it as, as long, yeah, as long. Go back and this is separate. again why I'm thinking she's a dragon because this is all feeling very much like Silvara. I don't, well, know, I, I don't know about I you guys, but this, this is sounding really exciting to me. Uh, <laughs> and it's a one shot. It's a one. It's a one shot. And go. Somebody goes off and raises the kid, and if we don't, we die. Well, yes, this exactly. <laughs> and I'm super fertile right now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> this is actually just how I thought all millennial relationships worked. <laughs> do, yeah. do go on. Yeah. Please yeah. explain yourself. Yes. No, that's what I thought it was. Like, you don't couple at all for any kind of long-term commitment. You just kind of <laughs> in caves, right? Like, and then you leave each other. You you take me, you go, you go show me one cave <laughs> right now. And I will give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> you you kind of described my first two marriages. <laughs> only one went. Only the first one ended up with a child. <laughs> Does he have golden eyes? <laughs> she, she could be a dragon, <laughs> or or a troll. <laughs> oh, the the fire's going out. We should probably keep warm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please cut that out. <laughs> that that's that, what I need to that cut noise. out. <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah. So the fire is going out. They bone. Yeah, which gotta stay warm. I think is a lot more of him just laying there, and she like she revert, does all the work. Well, she quick. She quickly. Re- she quickly reverse cowgirls him. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know it's reverse cowgirl? You don't know it's reverse. Yeah. Come yeah. On. It could, it could just be straight up. Let's well, girl. That's usually the quickest way to. Never mind. <laughs> straight up now, tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Sorry. So I can't say you're doing more. I'm sorry about that. Gen- ladies and gentlemen, after this episode, send your check or money order to Dungeons and Dweebs. We're going to need it. <laughs> if you want the golden sounds of easy listening radio. <laughs> 
from Dungeons and Dreams. <laughs> we've got all the songs that you grew up with and that you love. Only we bastardized them to ruin them for you forever. <laughs> either either donate to our Patreon or uh, AdamandEve.com. <laughs> Why don't you sponsor us? Because it's getting weird. Uh, um, so, so when she leaves in the morning, she erases she erases his mind. <coughs> yeah, probably, but kind probably. of. We don't know. He, he does have a strong mind. I kind of feel like he, she would have erased anybody's mind but Raceland. Like, Raceland... I've had a couple nights like this after the <laughs> bar. She gets up and leaves in the middle of the night, and I feel like my mind's been... Her, what the hell was her name again? <laughs> <laughs> so. They lift the curse. She magically erases his memory. She goes back to the inn and has the child in the inn, and she dies in the process. Yeah, and the, and the brothers are showing up like right as like as yeah. she's dying, the brothers show up. Yeah, because yeah. she's been working at that inn. Yeah, she's been working at that inn for a while. The whole time, like afterwards, it's like now she's knocked up, so she's gonna work at the in the whole time. And then and her brothers. Raceland's a piece her. of shit and never shows up again. She yeah. erased his memory. I don't think she erased his memory. He didn't know. He knows. He didn't know. <laughs> he knows. He didn't know. He hey, knew. He should have at least been paying a little bit of child support. He, he yeah. woke up and, and his member was all slicked up and sticking to the inside of his <laughs> loincloth. Whoa, he knew. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> It's his staff. Club <laughs> Clob died. Uh. Sometimes you wake up and you just don't know. Sometimes things are sticky and you don't know why. Did I pee why my am I peeing weird? <laughs> Did I pee myself? Did I pee myself? I've never peed in two streams before. Oh, God! It's what did I do? It's just a fan. <laughs> I do like I do like how the two how, how, I I do like how the two the two airdrops show show up here and just like well she's dead and they take the baby and leave yeah yeah kind of it's yeah. like wait I'm, wait I'm, I'm Carol, wait his mother brother Carol wait look, look, and they and <laughs> even they're freaked out even they're freaked out because like the baby's got gold eyes yeah yeah but we're also told this baby is beautiful. <coughs> Um, and so again, that's I'm pretty thinking, cool. That okay, so like whatever Raceland has is definitely like a curse from yes. old Fisty. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't have the hourglass portion of but, it, but they're yeah, just a, gold. A portion of this curse is like genetic, right? And I think that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most STDs are <laughs> <laughs> genetic. This is where we learn that they it's are. Mag- it's magical aids. Oh gosh! <laughs> oh my god! So now we find out that Raceland has a daughter out there somewhere. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> so, 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 we, so this again. is where we find out they're ogres. This is where it's finally revealed that yeah. they're ogres and that one time ogres were beautiful. So now I'm confused. Is there actually ugly o- ogres in Corinne? Yes. And there's like only a, a little bit of the race is left. Summer flame, summer flame. Uh, that's where the S- beginning of summer yeah. flame, all, yeah. of this will be ex- all of this will be explained yeah. in okay. high detail. First. Okay. In, Actually, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of excruciating detail on how this is explained. So this this is kind of like the first draft. That's all second gen is. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. the first draft. A bunch of little uh, little ideas thrown out there, and now we're gonna congeal them and actually write a novel. And and essentially, without these are pretty good. Let's make a huge book about it. And and essentially, without without giving too much away, the ogres were ogres were originally give it away. It's the Irda. 
Okay. Were originally the Erda. There was a group of them that became the that, the that became selfish and that became selfish and ugly inside. Oh, okay. And so the gods cursed them, and that's why we've never heard of the Erda. Is this one this one group of the of the still pretty ogres like ran away from the people? Is this like is this the reverse? Is this yeah. the reverse? Is this the reverse She's of like virtuous. Shrek? This is She's Shrek three, virtuous. right? Isn't which is the one? Oh where my she, god! Is this Shrek three? Isn't this a thing like Two? where? Which is the one where 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 she is beautiful? That's the first one. Is that the first one? Yeah. Oh, that's the first one. Yeah. This is Shrek. It's Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. It's Shrek. Shrek ripped off Dragonlance. This is hey. no. I, <laughs> hey, donkey. Yeah, it does come last. So. There was some Dragonlance fan in there. Just going, how like, I like. I got an idea. Hey, Dragonlance has seeped into many different areas. You would never know it. No. So they pee, it. they peace out with the kid, and this story just ends. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're in Gilthias. Stop. We're in Gilthias. Phone time. Okay, wait, let's stop there, just for a second. There, 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 there. Go around there, the table there. because I, I guess I, I'm glad that it's coming back in Summerflame because I was not happy that this was an ogre. No. I hated this. Okay, I was, but the only reason I was, I was was because I wanted to know a little bit more, so I researched and I found out more. I okay. like, I see, I liked this because I liked this different take on ogres from what we're used to for ogres. Ogres are so... Every ogre is an ogre is an ogre is an ogre, no matter what uh, mythology, Dumb. no matter yeah. what no matter what theology, no matter what universe you're in, an ogre is an ogre is an ogre. Don't this, people. I, I liked this because of the fact that it's something different about right. ogres. Right. And But see, to me, it's Raceland, and Raceland's too metal. He needs to have a dragon child, not an ogre child. Oh, just, just wait, just wait. Ogres Summer are flame. Ogres Summer are flame. Metal. What's that? Ogres are pretty metal. No. Dude, not like pretty no. fancy. Just ogres. wait. They don't seem not, not not like your '80s glam metal. I'm talking <coughs> about black metal. That's what I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about kind of the troll that's over in the corner, just headbanging. Ogres yeah. would be listening to Guar. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and the one weird. But one I don't want Raceland teaming up with a, one of the guys banging his head to Guar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's better than the insane clown pop. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the ogres are juggalettes, <laughs> juggalos. And this is why Palin, the god Palin, put the disease in the, <laughs> in the magicians. <laughs> Ogre check. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, uh, Summer Flame, you'll be fine with this. Okay, all right. Summer Flame, we'll, we'll, we'll learn all about this. All right, so let's the... jump into that last story and let's get some whiny goodness from multiple characters. Oh, wait, mm. there's a poem. Did any of us read the poem? Nope, nobody read the poem. I, I, I listened to the poem and just... Watch my dog poop and thought this was <laughs> Watch my dog poop. All right. Hey, hold on. I, I do. Any listeners. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you actually like the poems, listeners? Like, if somebody give us a feedback if you like it and tell us why, because I honestly can't. Any None of the poems no. I have liked. No, no, if you no. like them, please tell us why no, you no. like them, because no, I don't no. understand. Espouse it. the greatness of the poem. I, I, I'm try, I, I want to figure it out. So on to the sacrifice, chapter one. We open to a magic shop in Palanthos. I like this whole, is it Jenna? I just said Jenna. Yeah, she's Jenna. The daughter of Jesterius, yes. right? And I love this. Uh, she's running this magic shop. There's runes that ward off the bad guys and everything. When two 
Two elves arrive, one's Qualinesti, one's Sylvanesti. We know these two elf groups don't get along, right? They want to meet with Dalimar. I love that Dalimar's coming oh, in. Yeah. This entire opening really sets a cool tone, right? We find out that Jenna and Dalimar have been banging because they're lovers. Yeah, Jenna's got a little inside. My Shalafi. Dalimar, yeah. Dalimar has got to have. Say it. Del <laughs> Dalmar banged Kit. He's banging Jenna. He <laughs> might have banged Raceland. <laughs> Dalmar. <laughs> there was some homoerotic between him and Raceland. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, there's nothing wrong with that. By all means, you're you're magicians. You can be fluid. I don't give a shit. This is why Palin puts. <laughs> Sorry. It's why, um, but Dalmar Del the Dark has got to be like Dalmar the Cock. <laughs> he, the stud. The, the stud. Yes, he is definitely. Delamar the dog. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I and I love this description of Jenna that we get here too. Yeah. And again, I keep saying it. Summer flame. Um Jenna's, Do we get more Jenna? Jenna's pretty hot in oh, Summer Flame. Oh, there will be more Jenna. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um so, but we get this Dalimar. We find out that there's this whole thing. These two, these two warring elves from the the opposite the opposite nations at this point because the nations have split again. Yeah. Well, and this is yeah. It's not, yeah. This has been going on. And, they're but always they're, fighting. They're coming together and they're coming down together for a very specific purpose, which we then learn about in chapter two, right? So Sylvanesti has rid itself of the thrall of Lorak, which was that was a, a cool thing. But they've been under martial mm -hmm. law for twenty years, right? So this whole Portheos Alana Starbreeze, right? Because this was like when there was 500 characters in yeah. Dragonlance. And they were all going off all over the place. And there was Alana Starbreeze who was kind of hot and had... That's who gave the Starbreeze pendant, the pendant yep. to Sturm, yep. right? All that kind of stuff. I feel, she disappeared too early. It, I really liked Alana. There was, I liked her. She was a cool Alana. character. I forgot Alana. about her. There I, was Portheos. I honestly confused her with the dragon lady. Yeah. The lady that turned those oh, a dragon. Savara. 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 I got them too there was, confused. Uh, it I got ridiculous saw. with the amount of characters. I don't characters think those are the, the, even the same books. No, they weren't. But no. like, uh, when it I was didn't reading, matter. When I was reading it through this, uh, we're I was 17 like, books. Oh, there was 500 characters. Larry Elmore is painting them all looking exactly the same. I can't tell. So reading through this, I couldn't remember who was who. I Portheos, I remembered just. Because he annoyed me, I think. Oh, right. But this whole rulership that they're supposed to have is not working out that well. Portheos is in prison. Alana is pregnant. Neither side wants her to give birth while ruling because the baby will end up being the heir. So why yeah. is Dalimar, like, involved in any of this? Isn't he a dark elf? He, he is, is a dark, dark elf. A dark elf. And he they're going to try yeah. to lure him with, like... Uh, but that's the whole thing is they need him. Because yeah, they need him for their plan. Oh. They're, they're, they're the ones. They're the general and the senator who are our two elves here. Yep. Um, they need Dalimar basically to uh, distract Tannis. I, I, do, I, okay, I do. I do like that. There's this like elven corruption. Like you're a dark elf unless we need you. Yeah, yeah. I love his price here. You're too. kicked out until we need you. He just wants to go back home. I love. I, I, yeah, that's I, all. That's all I, I need. I get. I, yeah. I get a yeah. month in the cabin in the woods in my homeland. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I feel bad I, for Dalimar. Dalimar is, I, I think, know. a pretty rich character that is is. I'd like. To, I like to see more of more I, in Summer Flame of Dalimar. Yes, okay. I feel like Dalimar is <laughs> using this for his own manipulation. Of course, he, entirely. It's one of Raceland those. Where, taught him well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those where he's like. I, I instead of just saying like I just want this you know that little hint of home I just want it for the little bit of home but 
in his mind, he's like, and I'm going to mess you all over, you know, when I <laughs> when I get there. I'm going to rustle your jimmies. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we bounce then to Tannis and Lorana having their discussion uh, about their son, Gilthus. Gilthus. Gil, he's becoming a man and he has migraines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not like my hatred of Tannis has ever been hidden from anybody, but of course they would have the kid who has migraines all the time. <laughs> like, of, like, of course, the guy who is crying on the bow of the ship as his friends were about to die in the maelstrom is going to is gonna have the weak child who's constantly having migraines yeah. and can't, yeah. can't handle the world. Well, and if you, look, if, you look at, if you look at Gil on the cover of the second generation... The newer version. The, the newer version of the second generation book, he... he He's, he's a douchey little kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not to stereotype or project or anything, but he, yeah. yeah he and, looks, and, like, and he and looks I, like a douche. And, and a huge part of that, I blame on his parents overprotecting him. I know he's got migraines. I know he's, he was a sickly child because the blood didn't mix correctly, yada, yada, yada. But Tannis and Lorana have been babying this kid. Yep. Now he's like, I'm 15 and I'm a man. What right. I think is you weird, though. some dirt in it. What, and, and totally right is Tannis babies him more than Lorana. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I don't know that it should end with uh, Gil. It definitely. I should think it should have ended with Raceland's daughter. I yeah. yes. Or Steel because steel, that would steel that would set the, up the army of Takesis at yeah, the end. Steel's the best. Yes, and we well, I guess it, it opened with him, and that it got us. It, it hooked all of us. Yeah. But see, yeah, this, it, but it, see, this takes place after that in the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah the sacrifice takes place um, after the same right, timeline. The tennis is there. The because yeah. there was there there was a whole thing about, and we're like a couple years after the. Yeah. Well, then make this one better. At, right. at, yeah. <laughs> well, we're a couple years after this because there was a whole, there's a whole drop in here about how tennis actually went on trial for a little bit. Oh, for, um, what, he did, for, what, he, for uh, what he did! What he did with when they uh, uh, in uh, Kiara's son? Uh, yeah, at what, the at the uh, night place. Yes, um, the night place. Tower of Wayworth. No, the no, uh, uh, other Solace, tower, the, the Wizarding no, World. Solace. No, the night. Wow, we are butchering. We are butchering. <laughs> uh, when, he pulled, when he pulled the sword out of the stone, and then Merlin helped that, him And out. then Merlin did the thing. <laughs> and then there was an old witch, and she turned into a rhino, and then Merlin, they were turning into animals. High Clarice Tower. I really like that. High Clarice Tower. I actually like all of that. The High Clarice Tower. How, how, so, how good is Sword in the Stone, right? And so the, el like the elves here <laughs> actually are kind of pissed at Tannis. Tannis is trying to negotiate peace between the elves, but the elves here are still pissed at him for what he did at the, at the High Clarice Tower. Right. And so we go through here. I actually do like that, though. Like, that's kind of yes. like some real life stuff because that was something he was trying to do before. Well, and first off, you're a half elf. Your brother in law's pissed at you because you're mixed blood. He doesn't think you're good enough right. for his sister. You're mixed blood. You had a baby with his sister and it came out all weird. <laughs> exactly. Well, and so actually, we find out actually, his no, that, that just makes Portheos a. Well, we find. That's all that makes this. Well, and we find out, we find <laughs> out here, too, that technically. Lorana's baby should have been the new king anyways, yep. but she yep. gave up that in order to marry Tannis. Yep. Yeah. And so our senator, who was one of the guys to go go and see Dalimar earlier. Wow, where do we have a story about an elven princess marrying a human, but she had to give up her immortality? Hmm. Mm. The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I our, wonder if these guys ever read so our, that. So our senator, <laughs> and I don't want to miss a thing. Okay. Our, so our <laughs> what? Jesus. So That's our, his daughter. What? That's his daughter. Okay. Liv Tyler. 
Uh, I didn't know that, actually. God yes. dang it. So, <laughs> so Gil gets this invitation from the senator to attend a banquet in... And back in Elvenland. Back in the homeland. Elven. Back in Elvenland. For the motherland. And <laughs> Gil, so Gil brings this up to his parents, and his parents are like, no, you're not going to that. But I was invited. Yeah. I want to go, guys. You can't keep me here forever. You can't log me in my bedroom forever. Yes, we can. Go to your bedroom. <laughs> and so Gil goes to his bedroom, gets all ticked off at his parents, and runs away like a petulant 15-year-old. <laughs> I, I Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's 15, uh, he does what he does. I mean, he's 15 in human years, and uh, in elf years, he's, like, still equivalently to, like, being five. I don't know. Well, and and Bre- Brendan, uh, on our Facebook page, did throw out a really great defense of Lorana and why she would have babied uh, uh, him as well, Gilthus. And I, I think a lot of his points are extremely valid about the time period and how he could have died at any moment. Well, and that... And that- what he makes brought, sense. What he brought up makes sense for a rich family. I'm gonna yeah. actually. A rich family would have been able to do that. And I'm gonna actually say you have. I mean, Lorana's the golden general. She is looking like I. I think she's looking at it like I just fought this gigantic battle to make the world a better place for my children, right? And so that might also kind of go into her. Helicopter parenting, right? In some ways, although I don't get the gist from her that she's all that much of a helicopter parent. I feel like she's kind of like Tannis. Let him kind of do his thing a little. Bit. Tannis is the helicopter. I feel parent. like Tannis is the helicopter Shock. parent. But I mean, you know what? <laughs> Shocking. I mean, minus Tannis. subtract all of this. Like what I was just saying about like, okay, well they're rich, so of course they can spoil their kid and yeah. keep him safe. I mean, minus all of that, they did. They they were heroes of the War of the Lance. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, after all of that, maybe you just want to have a kid and just have a normal life. Not like deal just, with the politics. Right. But they they're both it. dealing with the politics all the not, time. Not not the politics, but like just just have a kid and have him be safe. He doesn't have to fight anything. Like, yeah. Let's just let's just have a kid. Let's just raise him and just have a life. Yeah, but right? no nobody nobody but, I mean, it, it, nobody it, it, knows who this kid is. Like back in the homeland that they're that's they're fine. fighting for. That's I, I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about them being protective of him. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, overprotective. Like, yeah. They just don't want. They don't want him to deal with the crap that they deal with. Yeah, right. But this is what happens all the time in the world, right? Like Will Smith is cool. Whip my hair back and forth, not cool, <laughs> right? So you have Lorana. Okay, Lorana, you know, awesome son, not so cool. That's, <laughs> that, that's his daughter who did that song. I know. <laughs> and Jaden's a freaking weirdo. Yeah, I think that's what Bob's getting at. Is that Jaden Smith is. The weirdest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Gil goes, I'm gonna go. And he runs off to go meet the senator at a bar. <laughs> which is weird. He got a letter from an old guy and now he's gonna go meet him at the bar. But you know what? 18 year old going to the old 200 year old elf. But I get this. There's an, there's an attraction. I feel there's an attraction to the old world. I'm actually almost getting a Nazi vibe off of this that starts happening of where once we meet the senator, he's kind of like... Hey, uh, let me. He's like naked almost, and he's got like paintings on him, and he's riding a griffin, and he's like, "Ride with me to the to the fatherland, and I'll yeah, show you how it should be." How, you know? How is he naked? He's not naked, but they talk. <laughs> they talk about how he's like shirtless or something, and has like uh, some sort of traditional Putin, body painting Putin on the back of a he's horse. He's Putin, on, on a bear. <laughs> Come with, come with me, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
We have Tannis chapter 4. Tannis is traveling after Gil. Uh, and along the way, he thinks about Roshas and how how worrisome he is. Tannis, shut up. <laughs> that, that's the best description I can just give. Is but I, I like this fight. He stumbles upon the whole tra Draconian tracks. And, and this is where he... actually does something worthwhile. Yeah, he, he, he tracks... some Draconians. He tracks him like Chuck Norris, man, to a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Roundhouse kick. Yeah, and then he shoots one, and then like, he shoots one, and then Delamar comes out. comes out of the tank and goes, "Can you stop? These guys are expensive." I need, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need these guys. But then I don't get again in my notes. I even have, and in this moment, Tannis has tears in his eyes because oh. it's Tannis. Because of his fear, his rage, his he, adrenaline. Like what? He cries I've, for anything. He would stub his toe, and tears the, would form in you his eyes. And this is supposed to be. Well, this that's is fine. That makes sense. But. But see, this is supposed to be the taken moment here. This is supposed to be, I don't know who you are, I don't know where you're from, but I have a particular set of skills and I'm going to find you and get my kid back. <laughs> yeah. And Tannis is just like, where's my boy? Okay. Like, like okay. that's what happened. I, I, just, I, have to, I have to look at one, I just looked at Bob's, one of Bob's notes and it just says, Tannis is always written for me as an unlikable <laughs> In your notes you even uh -huh. added that just, Ridiculous like, even in this stupidity. moment of action where he has got his bow out and he's shooting draconians, I'm like, Tannis, yes, finally. And then it's like Dalimar shows up and he's just like, I get it. I see what's in their mind. <gasps> Dalimar, they took my son. Those bastards, they took my son. And I'm like, and you're knocked out. I, I hate you, Tannis. <laughs> <laughs> and a draconian walks up behind him and knocks him out. Yeah. Let's go back in time, chapter five. Chapter five, we go back in time. Gil traveling on the road, and that's when he meets Roshas, who's shirtless and tattooed and riding a griffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's time you learn about your heritage, boy. Jump on the back with me, grip me by my rump. <laughs> Ever float on a griffin? I, just, I can't. This I can't. is how your ancestors used to travel, is by Griffin. And now I can't get the picture of Elf. I can't get the picture of Elf Putin. Basically, he's a senator, so he's yeah. got kind of those moobs and everything. He's just kind of, he's just kind of weirdly shaped. Moobs. Get on the Griffin, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Moobs. <laughs> He's got elven moobs. <laughs> um, e moobs. It's to ride a griffin. It's strongly appealing because Gil, while well, has always like has been trying to learn about his heritage more, and his parents won't tell him. And chapter six, <laughs> we Gil is flying into the city of Qualanost, riding on the back of a griffin, and when he sees the city, and in that moment. <laughs> He, he cries. cries. <laughs> uh, I can understand like the beauty of something just being like yes. you can be taken back by it, but But I it's just it's just because he's Tannis. But you yeah, know But really you know what? We have made a huge joke out of this, but actually I do think this is a detriment or a showing of sloppiness in the writing where they're going, I don't know. I even feel like they as writers are going, I don't really know what Tannis' character is, other than that we had him cry a few times in the other books. So Come on, go. Gilly Bun. <laughs> so, so, anyway. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, I agree though. It was it was sloppy writing that yeah. he I, like it's cry. almost it's getting ridiculous where literally he, even in this one, he is crying 
a lot. I feel like they don't know what to do with him. Okay. Besides that, crying the, is the tannest thing to do, and so he does the it. The thing, the book that this actually reminded me of uh, was a Harry Potter book. I think it was the Half Blood Prince. One of the Harry Potter books where Harry Potter was just angry and oh, crying constantly uh, oh, okay. and I loved the book I we hated were, we were just that moment we were I just know. talking about this last night with Neil and yeah. his girlfriend yeah uh. it was that moment I hated anytime Harry was just being a really? whiny teenager Right, and I love the rest of well, the book and to me it's it's not that I'm against a character crying I, in fact oh. I think it's it's there's an appropriate place to show the vulnerability or that you have been worked up to such a point where you are angry and crying all at the same time but it's almost laughable Tannis is doing this all the time it's like his one note character if point if you do it all the time it's no longer effective no it's not effective it's like yeah it doesn't show heightened emotion it now shows this is just kind of the baby Tannis is all the time yeah yeah. So yeah. they land they land at the Moscow castle. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Now all elves start other Qualanos yeah. is they Moscow. They must be complete. They they welcome to the Qualanos. They, they land at the castle. We get this like weird half tour of the dude's house. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Well, come in here and sit down. There's somebody." And then and then he's locked in a room with a pregnant chick. With Alana. Yeah, with Alana. Alana. So, okay, this is where the plan kind of seems to break down for me with what exactly he's doing. Um, why is he showing Alana to him? And why is he locking them in a room together when he wants him to take the throne? Why wouldn't you keep them separate? And why wouldn't you yeah. build up more of this nationalism I in him? I don't remember. This plan doesn't make sense. All of a sudden, none of this starts working for me. Yeah, we find it works in the book, like it all works out, but I don't get what's happening here. Yeah, and we get the shot of the wild elves that are in here too, which are Cogonesti. Which are supposed to come across like in the beginning as like uh, you know, like your fashionable butler. And then we get in here, they're locked in here, and we find out that the the wild elves are actually kind of like slaves in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Again, going towards that nationalism feel. Well, it's that nationalism and racism. And feel. racism, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's racist. For sure. I don't. To be very honest, this book for me kind of muddled together. It all muddled together. It, it was. I'm gonna say it's because for one thing, this, for this story, sorry. this this whole plan that it's politicky, but it's not good politicky. It's not making sense. No, what yeah. he is doing is not making sense. What you want to do is have Gil accept and ascend to the throne of Qualanost. Why again? Why are why are you putting him with Lorana and leaving him alone, treating him like a prisoner? Ohana, Ohana, not not Lorana. Alana, <laughs> did I say? Oh, Ohana. did I? Ohana, Ohana, Al Alana, Alana Starbreeze, right? Yeah, Alana Starbreeze. Yeah. So why are you locking them together? Where she can because she's got an escape plan. She's the prisoner. Why why is any of this happening? Because it's it's meant for later. Because we understand that. He is now, you know, he's now prisoner. They're gonna, they, they've taken the title away from Portheos. They're gonna give it to Gil because technically he could be in line for it. And they're basically doing it by, if you don't do this, we're gonna kill this woman and her baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's threatening. That is the gist of it. Which is weird because person, because that's not them? how he started out. He started out, I thought, with this super nationalistic yeah. flair, where he's like, "Jump on the back of the grip, Griffin. This Come is on, where man. you came from. Oh you, my God. This is the fatherland. Oh, and by the way, do what we say, or we're killing her." 
Oh my god. Like I feel that's not necessary. You already had him. He's crying, flying into Qualanus. Yeah. He's already pissed at his parents. Like just this, keep that going. This should have been this should have been Hook. Oh, this yeah. been Hook. Yes. Where, Captain, been where Captain Hook takes Jack, Peter Pan's son. Yes. Your father doesn't really love you, and this yes. is what you this is who you should be. That and is we'll do everything for that is you. Exactly. That's what, that's, that is that, that's what where I thought we were going when we started yep. this out. Yeah. It gets muddled and weird here. And then we leave this. We flash back chapter 7 where Tannis is a prisoner of Dalimar. Uh, Tannis struggles to get free. Dalimar... Dalimar force lightnings him. I stopped caring because it involved Tannis. I love... It's a familiar character, at least towards the end. Yep. I guess. It's not just this weird, like, politics involving, like... Okay, like, there's Ohana, but, like, So, question, did Dalimar work with Draconians? I believe, like, he has Draconians? Oh, for sure. Like, but he still has them? Of course. Okay. They're kind of his minions. I guess I never thought, I thought in the tower he was more surrounded than now. Not when he's, I mean, once... Doesn't mean he doesn't have them uh, out there Well, I thought once Takesis was defeated that he went more back to just... Well, the tower that he's living in is in the middle of Palanthos. Yeah, the Draconians aren't there. No. So he just... Summons them from somewhere else. Well, the Dracon- there's roving bands of Draconians trying to survive in the wilderness. I just took. This oh, so as- this isn't connected to Dalimar at all? No, I no. no. They're mercenaries. I, ju- I just had this as like Dalimar oh. showed up and was like, "Hey, you know how we all used to work for Takesis? Do you guys want some money and some food?" There you go. That's, that's, yeah, that that, I that think, works. I think that at that point the Draconians are mercenaries. They yeah. will work for okay, just doing whatever. And yeah, do even whatever. though, and this is this, this was dropped on us in this book, even though like it had kind of been like stitched up and like. Like resolved in spring dawning, yeah. That after Takesis was gone, all the Draconians died. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? I don't remember. Yeah, that was spring dawning. That's what I thought. At, well, at, not not after Takesis died. After they banished because her they're away. they're all attacking the citadel or whatever, yeah. and they're they all disappear. They're all just they're all just kind of back when we get to second generation huh. yeah, because they needed them. Back. I, was gonna say, I well, never and, really actually thought and see. That. I felt it was like the all the Draconians weren't there. So I felt that that was more of a thing. I think that's where they're trying to go here is like all of the, that wasn't all of the Draconians that were in existence. So like mm-hmm. Takesis gets shoved back into the abyss. All the Draconians that are actually out there in the like general area. No, that, that, that's a thing in the original trilogy of like is where Draconians came from. Yeah. And I thought they you stole the eggs from the. Yes. So like the silver dragons and whatnot, yeah. and they bastardized them into these draconians. Yeah, yeah. And but I always took it in that book. Yeah, I'm with you, Luke. Now this is all coming back. Mm-hmm. That when Takesis was killed, that was what <coughs> destroyed all the draconians. Yeah, it's it's, they, it's they almost all... like the war ends across the entire continent because it's, it's, all it's, it's the draconians like the, go the away. The hive mind was turned off, and all the robots fell over. Yeah, that's what dro- happened. The droid decas all fell over. <laughs> Roger, Roger. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I thought, but maybe not. I, yeah, I don't actually remember any of that. But anyway, in here, Dalimar tells tells Tannis to settle down, please, and let's have some common sense because you have legendary logic and common sense. And did that fly away when the when did he when have the stork flew? When did that happen? Yeah, well, you guys, well, you guys get away from that? the table so I can flip it over really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what logic, right? Um... Dalimar says Gil is okay because he is going to become king. Tannis response? He cries. <laughs> this is not a shocked face that I have on. Uh, I I can't even. I just... How do you... Okay, I, I understand these are separate stories. I'm going to say that again. But how do you end this um, anthology with this? 
It's because the this. editors didn't edit. They just shoved the stories together. I am so sorry, <laughs> Brendan, that we had to bring Lorana back for this. <laughs> she was good. She was epic. And now... She's not given anything epic to do, though. She sits in her story. chair and you know, what? you know what? As the Golden General, I would have been much better. I would have been much more okay here. Brendan, you listening, buddy? I would have been much more okay if Lorana was the one to go after Gil. Yeah, because she wouldn't have been crying the whole time and would have actually gotten her son. Uh, it would have actually worked out. And, and they should have kept working the whole angle of him wanting to become part of this strong, nationalistic, griffin riding, tattooed up, whatever. And then all of a sudden, his glorious mother flies in on a dragon and is like, wait, that's my heritage. That's my mother. And snaps that, that's out of it. That's my mom. Right? Yeah. But no, well, no <laughs> that's not Lorana, what we have. Lorana flies in on a dra on a beautiful golden dragon. Tannis is Tannis is in the second saddle in like the five point harness car seat. <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear, Le aren't you getting a little bit out of control? Uh, <laughs> dear, dear, settle down. <laughs> He's we, got like Campbell's soup at hand. He's holding with two hands in a sippy cup. <laughs> Guys, dear, dear. Don't turn so fast, you're gonna make me spill. Please, I'm gonna spill my chicken and stars. <laughs> please, please, please. Ow, my hand. We don't those, have any more of these at home. Those are my parents. Those are my parents. I know where like, I come the, from. The, and the, in that the moment. like got like three points of contact on the, like, <laughs> like two legs, one hand, and a dragon lance in her right hand. Flying in, and you got dance like, oh god, oh god, oh god! <laughs> he starts crying. I can't handle it. I've spilled over half of my chicken and stars. Can I ask? She, she just yells, "We'll pick up more on the way home." Whoosh! And like just impales, impales a draconian. Dalimar tells Tannis that he's gonna bamf him into there, into there, yeah. and they'll go, they'll go rescue Gil. Exactly, right. Okay. Which at this point I'm going, okay, I like Dalimar, I like Dalimar's character, I like the fact that he's playing both sides of the field here. Always, but I, 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 I don't know who he's gonna screw over, or if he's gonna screw over both parties here. Yeah, do, he does okay. mention that Takesis does not want Gil as the, no. the leader. Takesis will be yeah. ticked mm -hmm. if that happens. Yeah, he Why? talks about. What? I think because he sees that Gil isn't can't be as manipulated uh, as yeah. somebody else, and also Summerflame. Isn't her goal to also undermine this treaty of the United yeah, Nations? Which I think they do, but at right. the same time, yeah, Gil he, is she still, wants to keep them warring. Yeah. yeah. Why should some city... Unity is not something that she wants, right? Why should no. some city in Switzerland get to demand what we do and do not do? <laughs> well, and I do like... I do like here when we get to this, um, them bamfing oh, in and having having the 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 ring uh, the rings of camouflage. Yeah, they've got this, the, uh, the chameleon ring. Yeah, they have the, the, the chameleon visibility. ring. Yeah. Yeah. So I do, I do like this scene I, I like this where Delmar well. keeps like whispering to him like... You, nobody can see us, but don't bump into anybody. Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a cool. That's directly out of. That's directly out of the game. Yeah. I have the. I have the chameleon ring in, in the game we're playing right now. 
and it's kind of like it's kind of almost like uh, the uh, predator armor. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, okay. It's like don't move too fast and don't bump into anybody. Right. Yeah. And so they're doing this. Gil's been brought up here because he's. You know, he's in a whole series of events that to me is unrealistic. I haven't liked any of the path with Gil to this. I moment. will yeah. say I haven't liked the path with Gil. I do like the little bit of a drop in here about, and I will say this: I'm I'm the one who hates the politics scenes. I do like the I do like the little bit in here that's the the young basically the young senators and the old senators fighting, yeah. and the yeah. young senators are just like fine, <laughs> you, and they walk out. Yeah. And I will say I do like uh, the. Uh, Servant to Ohana, uh, the I forget his. That's name, gonna so. come in and break him out. Yeah, I kind of like that guy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a little added action that at least kind of got me like, oh hey. hey there is one part happening. before we get to Dalimar and Tannis with they're trying to get him out, Gil Whis- out of there. Whisper sultry things into their each other's ears. Okay, I knew Brendan was worked up to a froth here at some point, as was I. And again, I still don't understand the idea here of why Roshas does this, but he launches into this tirade to Gil about how your mother was nothing but a whore and pretty much banged the entire army. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. He's just a whiny bitch. <laughs> well, no, he's, he's the only one who didn't get her. Well, he's it's it's the racism thing. It's yeah. the it's yeah, it's he, the race it's the racist classist. Oh, she married way below her station. Blah blah blah. We're supposed right. to. Oh, it's very elven. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? Yeah, Gil Gil. To, this is the moment where now I really dislike Gil as much, if not more than ten. Your yeah. yeah, your mom has like. Roshis walks up and says, your mother has just been violated or let herself be violated by the entire army, right? And instead of doing anything, like in my notes, I said, instead of ripping Rasha's head off and shitting down his neck hole, (laughs) Gil gets choked up with his emotions. Maybe he should go angrily chew on a pacifier in the corner. It's, I, that, it's that quarter of human blood. Yeah, Lorana deserves better than this crap family that she's been handed. I don't yeah. know. So I'll defend Gil here. He's been coddled. He's not used I to suppose, talking yeah. about his mom. Well, like and he's that. trying yeah. to. And, and throughout this whole thing, I will say too. Unfortunately, he, <laughs> he, he hasn't had. He, he feels like he that 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 quarter of the human blood in there, the little hot blood, mm-hmm. plus you know the elven that's within him. He's trying to prove himself to his father. He's trying to prove himself to his mother. He's, I got. You can really let me grow up now. Yeah, right. you can let me grow up now. We can do this. Um, which is why when Tannis and Delamar bamf onto the uh, stage to grab him, yep. he we find out he's wearing the Seeker of the Sun medallion or whatever it is. Yeah, so Delamar De- so can't, can't touch him. And he's yeah. like, take off the medallion. Mm-hmm. Son, take off the medallion. No, Dad, I have to do this and try to save our people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I needed a bit. Be- yes, I love the sentiment. I love how they're set. That moment is great. I, I agree. The setup to that moment is bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. This yeah. moment is pretty pretty cool. What happens right? It's here. not. It's a great moment that I don't feel is earned. Right. And they're yelling back and forth at him. Take it off! I'm not gonna take it off, Dad. I'm doing my thing. And, and then he tries to rip it off. And then does the medallion flash him? Yeah, the medallion zaps him. Yeah. And, and really, yeah. let's be honest though. They were surrounded by a bunch of people. 
How long are they arguing for? I mean, couldn't somebody have just kind of like yeah, this is up and this is them? this is quite the just, spectacle in front of just everybody. Loosed an arrow real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like take it off. No, I can't take it. There's no, there's no, 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 no. There's, there's no guards or there's, anything. No. There's right, signs right. all around the Senate chambers here that just say this is this is an this is a bow free zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll leave these at the door. Uh, only legal if it's in the if it's in the door window of the door. Not, but I have a, a concealed bow carry permit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pulls out a little tiny crossbow little pistol. Tiny. <laughs> um. So yeah. So they bam. Tennis and Dalimar bamf away. Back to Rasha's he, house. He Gil takes the takes the uh, hoo hover takes the he swears himself in to be the speaker. Dalimar. He's He's now the spe- he's now the speaker of the sun. Dalimar and Tannis bamf over to Raha's house. <laughs> <laughs> they find Alana all t- tied up. That's not, that's not a reference anybody's gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> but really well. But like as 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 they find Alana tied up, right? They start untying her and everything. And Rasha shows up with all of his guards, right? Oh yeah, Rasha's ticked. But Tannis Rasha's agrees off. to go with Alana on her exile, and Dalimar bamfs out of there. Yeah, Dalimore's gone. He doesn't care. I he, I did my I I did what I could. Peace out. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. So I'm we, leaving. So these now days. we find out that now Tannis and Loriana have now been exiled as well. Porth, is Porthios no, and, uh, and Alana has been exiled. Both couples have been exiled. Or, I didn't think no, Lorana hasn't been exiled. I don't think. Yes, I don't think they can because exile. she married. She doesn't have the Tannis. same power, but yeah. she's not. I don't. I think she can go back. Oh, she doesn't have the same yeah, power. Maybe. Maybe I don't think she's. Ex- I don't think she's turned into a dark. And I won't lie, I was just kind of not paying attention a lot by this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tannis, this, this is, yeah. This be, is no, hard. because he meets her at the border. Tannis Wait. meets her at the border, and they both walk off. No, he's going with Alana. He doesn't. Meet yeah, he Lorana. goes off with Alana Starbreeze. Alana, he does. He doesn't go with. He's uh, gonna es- He's gonna escort Alana Starbreeze. Yes. The heck out of Qualanos. This is where the Alana and Lorana. Are getting me. Yeah. I can't tell if you're <laughs> yes. saying Alana or Lorana. Gil shows up. Gil shows up here at the edge of the, at the border and is like allowed to talk to his dad yeah. for a minute. That I'll do what I can, Dad. Now I gotta go. You're the president. <laughs> no, this is what I'm saying. None of this plot makes any sense. This is all just muddled and messy, and none of it's realistic. Muckin I guess. Liar. Okay. The only thing I could say is. The senators had the right to strip Portheos of yes. his power, so technically they could probably strip Gil of the power, and if they do, then they so could just kill him. So he's like a hostage. He's like a president in some ways, too, right? He's like, a like He's not all-powerful. Yeah, he's not all-powerful. He can't be like, hey, screw you, senators. So Gil is thinking, I can strongly influence everything. Yeah, yeah versus here. just saying, screw you, and I yeah. have this... Without being stripped, I can try to influence away from Takesis. Uh, Tannis does That's get a, a stretch for me. Tannis gets that, a but. a pair, a little bit here, and Dex Rashes, which I guess is cool. I mean, he needed to. This was a little not late. now, Siri. Little little late in coming, but finally, we're gonna finish this all off here. Chapter fourteen. Oh, thank you. Tannis walks over the border, and he's blinded by the tears and the lowing dark, lowering darkness. Yeah. Fuck me! <laughs> I knew you wanted to say that. Uh, I, I will say, I love reading through your notes, Bob, because as I'm reading through some of them, I can hear you in my head saying all of these things. <laughs> so, Alana is going to the Sylvanesti elves. Uh, so, can they, these powerful elves between the two tribes could just, like, 
just move around, go wherever. What do you mean? Well, I think we're starting a new Kinslayer war, right? So does that play a part in the next book? Is there like a Kinslayer war going on? Is Are the elves at war remember, or have they not talked about it yet? I remember reading Kinslayer on the cover of a book somewhere. It's a trilogy. Because yeah. yeah. oh, right, Ohana right. is... There's already been Kinslayer wars. They're worried this is going to restart them. Oh. Okay, I want to make sure I, got, I have this right. Alana is Sylvanesti mm-hmm. and Portheos is Qualanesti. Yes. So Alana has never been at home, her home was not where she just was. She wasn't just kicked out of her home. She can now go home to the Sylvanesti. Portheos. Portheos is on this exile. Yes. That's my understanding. Yes. Okay, good. She can never go back in. Or something. Something. They're both, see, and I feel like they're both exiled. Portheos and... Lorana isn't exiled. Lorana is not. I feel like both couples are exiled. Mm -mm. No. Mm-mm. Just because they they never said that, and Gil wouldn't exile. Gil doesn't have any problem. It, the the fact that Tannis showed up means his parents are screwed. It means Gil's parents are screwed. <laughs> what? Kick everybody out. Fuck it. <laughs> your your notes. Okay, so like, I, okay, you cut this out. So Tannis didn't willingly fight in World War at sign. Yeah, I know. It should be two, oh, but my this is but a then, fucked up. But thing. then wait, nice. You're a complete touch, Tannis. <laughs> That's typing fast. <laughs> well, it's also my keyboard doesn't Supposed work to be too douche. Good. Also the wrong you are, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. But let's uh, let's my start it because I, wa- I want to talk about this. Okay, so I I hate this part right at the Nobody end. Nobody cares. Right at the end, I hate this. I'm, I'm with Claude, actually. Oh, really? About this part? Just the the rest of this. This, The rest of this. Sitting on a white blanket in 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 a field outside the border having a picnic with Delamar. Uh, Well, and then what... Tannis talks about how he didn't really want to fight in the War of the Lance anyway and just got pulled in. Shocker. Tannis not wanting to fight. Like, he's undermining his entire... Fame. His, his fame. claim to fame. His saving of the world of that Chris. But see, we said this from the beginning. dude who risked his life and saved everyone. Yeah. No, you were a big old wuss who just couldn't say no. Yeah. We yeah. said that. We said this from the beginning, though, is we wanted, we came into this from the very beginning, from episode one. Yes. Wanting Tannis to be Aragon. And he is and not Aragon. Is not no. Aragon. I agree. I but, agree. But we yes. still have that. We still have that Strider mentality for where we want Tannis, and that is and just he is not Tannis. That is not Tannis. I agree because he leaves and he's blinded by his tears. Ooh, <laughs> it's so bad. Blinded by my tears, cause I'm a douche in the night. <laughs> I'm weak like a douche. In the night. Okay, sorry. I I will say you guys you guys are right. Where this story was not good to end on. How, I, many, how many thought the lyrics to that word were revved up like a douche? Yeah, me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, always yeah that, was, that was me. I, I always douche. thought it was a douche. douche. We know it's, it's douche. We know. We know. For a lot of times as a kid. Even when I heard what the lyrics were, it took me a while to realize what a douche was. <laughs> you can still sing it that, way, that's really. still, it's, it's still poop. Revved up like poop. Okay. Great. And by the way, it is not pour some shook up ramen. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, I can't shut mine. <laughs> Motor oil. Are we still going? We're still going. Uh, so yeah, that's how we lose. So it. you were saying, Paul, that this is not the story to end on. No, no, not, not about you, no, Paul. I'm no. saying nobody cares about this story. No, just no. this entire story. Well, I don't. I don't care. Give me something more interesting than this crap. So I'm assuming, right? We're getting a lot of Gilthus in the next book. Does what we. 
No. Reed here we have don't? anything to do with not, this? Not, not where I am. Okay. Oh, thank God. That would have been a Maybe they knew wrong. the liability they had here with yeah. Gilfest because this is this is not a good character. No. I don't I don't like this character. It's super not interesting. <laughs> my, give, give, uh, my, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, I haven't talked to my son in months. My dad oh. my, my, my dad says I can be so in charge. So the the specter of Gilfest will loom large in Tannis's <laughs> mind in the next Give one. me more Lorana? And way less Tannis and Gil. I, I agree. I'm looking, at, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Caramon's yeah. boys, and it's making me miss my boys. And <laughs> Tannis, uh, shut up. <laughs> That's going to be hard to... That, that part... This is what happens when, like, 40-year-old people, men write books and have kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> what would it be like if I was adventuring and I missed my kids? <laughs> we'll write about it. Shut up. <laughs> you're, you're not writing a book, Clob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, maybe maybe Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we won't read it. Or we will. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question. Um, final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. Let's go around. Final thoughts. What are the final thoughts on this second generation? Paul? I enjoyed second generation except for the last story. Yep. That, that's the gist of it is it's Clob dies <laughs> off in the corner. COPD is just a debilitating problem. <laughs> It, seriously though, this, this story was just not a good way to end the book. Give me the first four. I enjoyed them. I could have been actually. We could have ended with uh, Raceland's daughter, and I would have been happy if mm-hmm. we could have just kind of skipped this last story. Given maybe a gist of like, hey, by the way, Tannis's kid. Yeah, he's kind of kidnapped and in charge of yeah. the elves. I'd be okay with just some small thing that tells us that versus this. Last story's pile that makes me like want to say I don't recommend the book, but I do. I love the first four stories, they were fun, right? You know, I enjoyed them, especially. I, I haven't had a Dragonland story that was as comical and just kind of relaxed as uh, the Bet story. Oh, yeah, it's just kind of like oh, I enjoy that stuff, all right? I don't know, it's I, I recommend it, it's fun. That's that's the best gist I can give, other than that last story. Mm. So, Claude, what about you? Hey, kids. Oh, God. Uncle Clob here. Um, I think after that rant, you know my feelings about that last story. Uh, however, I enjoyed I enjoyed the I enjoyed Raceland's daughter. I enjoyed Kitiara's son. I enjoyed Wanna Bet. I enjoyed watching Palin take the test. Um, I think Wanna I think pa- watching Palin take the test is my favorite out of this book. Um, just because of the reveal at the end and because of the up in the air and, you know, kind of really wanting, you know, to see, to see Raceland again or to kind of see what would have happened had Raceland, you know, had parents mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, things like that. And so I really enjoyed that. I really, like Paul said, I really enjoyed Wanna Bet. That's what I wanted. Um, I, I'm into, uh, like I said, I'm into Summer Flame right now and it's making me, it's making a whole lot of th- more things in here make sense. Which and makes sense why I feel like Summer Flame came like Summer Flame came out. They grabbed the ideas from these stories that and that's when I don't know. I'd have to look up publication dates, mm-hmm. but I feel like Summer Flame came out and they went, okay, so you took all these tales from these other books. Mm-hmm. Now you've wrapped them together in Summer Flame. So let's grab those tales, put them in a book, and call it Second Generation. I think, I think this came out before Summer Flame. Am I wrong? Let's see. Publication date on that is 94. Yep. And Summer Flame is, is 95. 95. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
So it it could have possibly been a lead up. It could have possibly been we're gonna we have this book being published right now for or getting ready to be published. Let's pump out this second generation book. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah you know, beforehand sure. is kind as, a, of, as a lead up, as kind of like a prequel, so that readers will know. Yeah, and yeah. so I like the stories. I like this idea of the second generation of characters. That's oftentimes when you have a long running series like Dragonlance. Mm-hmm. You, it's hard to do seventy five books yeah. with the same four. You got to reboot. Yeah. You got to reboot. You got to you got to go in. You got to work some stuff through. I like I like the idea of the kids, and so I'm in. Read it by all means. Get into this idea of you know Summer Flame. I think you guys are going to enjoy Summer Flame once mm-hmm. you once we get into it because there's some very interesting things that are going on. Cool. And so yeah, pick it up, read it, grab it. Luke, what's up? Hey baby. Hey. Uh, so here's I'm going to do something that I haven't done probably since our first year of doing Dragonlance. I'm gonna hold my action. Mm. Um, straight up, book uh, the first two stories in this. Yes, I was in, and then whilst we were recording the podcast, I learned that those have nothing to do with the rest of the book. <laughs> um. Those are the only two stories in this that, like, I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and mind you, had were we not heading into Dragons of Summer Flame, I would say throw this book in the Summer Flame. Yeah. And just pretend it doesn't exist. I mean, as much fun as I had in the first two parts of it, the rest of it was just like, what? Even Raceland's daughter, as much as I love Raceland and his story, I don't care. Like, just three, four, five in this, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if if all of second gen can fit into Summer Flame and somehow make it better. Mm-hmm. Then I'll give it the thumbs up. Otherwise, no. Right, Bob. Mm. Sorry. I'm, I'm very I'm very kind of much with you. I really <coughs> like the first two. Was very disappointed finding out this is an anthology and that they don't all connect. I did really enjoy and have. Fun the the next two books. I like Wanna Bet. I like Raceland's Daughter at the same time. I thought Raceland's Daughter was well well written, but I it is not for me. Unless Raceland's Daughter becomes something really cool, which I don't know if it does. Um, you do not take the greatest character that your your books have ever created and then have this weird one-off hookup scene hookup scene with an ogre or what is it yeah an ogre yeah, with an idra yeah with the a, idra bef- the idra the were idra. ogres before yeah. they were ogres the idra and then it doesn't if it doesn't go anywhere if it's not a major plot point down the road well well that just sucks that doesn't it's a meaningless story that's been thrown yep. in just for like well let's see Raceland. and wouldn't it be cool if he 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 had sex with not what you think Something something that is traditionally ugly, but we're going to flip that narrative on See, you. See, I liked that. I thought that was dumb. Start Summer Flame. <laughs> I got to start Summer Flame does help with, does help with all this. that? Okay. Yes. I, they, yeah. Well, good. And that's so maybe I should pull my shots on this one as well. Oh, no, don't pull your the, shots. I'll okay. Pull, the, I'll, the, I'll thing I won't, uh, the thing I won't pull shots on is the last, the last story is trash. The last story yeah. for me is absolute trash. Should not have been in this group whatsoever. I thought it was awful. Poorly written. Uh, the the plot is is absolute garbage. 
So um, that's my review of the last book. So the whole book, read it all the way through. Don't read the last story. Yeah, you could skip the last story. Yep. Listen to like story. a one-minute summary, I would say, of what. Or read the podcast. Read, <laughs> yeah. Read, listen to the podcast. It's more entertaining, the, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the podcast. Read the Wikipedia page. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a good gist. So that is second gen. We'll be coming at you as quickly as possible with summer flame, since it's like the snowballs could be coming at any moment. <laughs> hey, where, summer where we live, it could be snowing and then eighty degrees. Hey, we're, we've been having calls for our book, uh, our our next book calendar. We will try to discuss that, it. and we will. We just have to iron out. We actually have most of it done. Yeah. There's just two little spots that we're wondering what books to throw in there, but we just about got it. It will be coming out to you. Hopefully by next month for sure. Well, and so by all means, again, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on YouTube, hit those buttons on the YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. There it is. (laughs) Come on, do it. Hit the button. Let's go. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so do whatever you got to do with that because that means something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Open up the door. There's a bomb in there. Keep the chatting up on Facebook. That's been awesome. It's the great. The state of California. Hey, so yeah, by all means, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, if you want, if you are deep into the Dragonlance minutia and want to point something out that we completely missed or that we're completely okay, wrong okay, about, don't open come that on. door. <laughs> come on, no, come for us. We, we come for us, us, baby. Come for us. Come for club. <laughs> Use different words. <laughs> uh, I just did. Uh, all right, so I tell you what, um, I got to get that taste of the last story out of my mouth. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a while for me. I got this. I got this. All right. Okay. Sweetheart, sweetheart, we got to get another round. We're doing a little bit, something a little bit special. Come on over here. Yo, yeah, bring her too. Come on, let's go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dungeons and Dweebs. There's even more adventuring to be had on our website, dungeonsanddweebs.com. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at dungeonsanddweebspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find Dungeons and Dweebs on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at dungeonsanddweebs.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. The music for Dungeons and Dweebs is Fatal Fight by Royalty Free Kings and can be found at their website, royaltyfreekings.com. Dungeons and Dweebs is a Tim Gilbert media production. Copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And no part of the show can be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the expressed written permission of Tim Gilbert Media.